Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, number 87. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is James, Dr. Rude Ramos. <laughs> and I am joined by... The Bone King! How's it going, everyone? Hello, freaks. Hi, welcome to the hot tub that is Fan Freaks. Ease on in. <laughs> is that what we're in now? We're that, in a hot tub? We are in the icebreaker phase. Oh, where I see. We say hello. We, we give everyone a nice howdy-do when they stip, uh, tick their little toe in. Tick uh-huh. their toe. That's the phrase. Yeah. Dip their toe. Sure is. And what are we going to talk about today, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hurd? Uh Today's episode is going to be an all-stars Favorite Zelda supporting characters. Yes. So we all know the the main three, the Triforce. Yeah. Link, Ganon, Zelda, Tingle somewhere. Of course. <laughs> but in all in all, we have to remember the characters that gave the Hyrule life. So we're yeah. hoping to do that today. But before we get to that, let's go to our recents. You want me to knock out mine? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So mainly I've been working a lot, unfortunately. So I've only been able to listen to music and um, listen to some YouTube videos. But... I did get to play a couple games. So, for example, for my stream, I played Resident Evil Outbreak. I know, shocker. But it actually is a shocker. Be- I'm convinced that somehow uh-huh. you're going to find a way to have a Resident Evil character in your list of Zelda characters today. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> is that what we're doing, Zelda today? Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. I got it wrong. But no, The like- entire list is Wesker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be all Wesker and all the different forms of him. Jake, anyway. Alex. Anyway, um, so... I played Outbreak again, and actually, uh-huh. it's been a hot minute since I played it. And um, I gotta say, it is so weird dipping into a game like Outbreak because it's like there are so many variations on the scenarios, who you play as, the kind uh-huh. of play style that you have as that character, yes. different spawn rates of enemies, items are randomized on very hard. Like, it's crazy to me because I, I play a lot of multiplayer games and they do kind of get exhausting if they don't have that nice variable element in the gameplay loop. Otherwise, you're just doing the same thing over and over again and it just gets boring, in my yeah. opinion. So I like that. It just reminds me again why I like Outbreak so much because it's way ahead of its time in the multiplayer aspect where it's not necessarily, you know, because modern Resident Evil does this whole thing with buffs and debuffs and stuff now where they sure. just have like neon effects going off their characters and shit. In Outbreak, they did it in a way more organic way that feels more like it's based on their inventory, their health right. rates, how fast they are, their virus infection rate. Play Outbreak. Just someone, Capcom, please, like, do something with Outbreak because you had a fucking gold there. Just please port it for me. And speaking of ports. Yeah, George. What did you buy for the sixth time? I'm not proud. Have I ever said on the show I'm proud? Uh-huh. No, no. I, I am just very brave. What did you buy for the sixth time, Bone I King? I may or may not have bought Resident Evil, uh, the action trilogy for the, the Which Switch. Which includes? Resident Evil 4 uh-huh. for, like, the sixth time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I actually, like, uh, talked with my boyfriend. I'm like, how many times have I actually bought this? GameCube, yeah. PS2, yeah. Wii, yeah. PS3, yeah. Xbox 360, yeah. PC. Yeah. And now Switch. Wow. So it is literally the sixth time yeah. that I fucking bought. In any case, you want to know why it makes it better? No. It's mobile, though. That's nice. Yes, it's, it's fucking handheld. And let me tell you, I never thought of how good the Resident Evil series is as a handheld game. Sure. Like, if you kind of have those kind of focused two hours, like, even in classic Resident Evil, if you have two hours to kill, running through Resident Evil 1 or 2 is, like, really just a good way to fill time. Yeah. And if you're playing 4, 5, and 6, those are organized in chapters. 
So if you have it like on a Switch handheld, you could just do right. chapter 1-2, turn off the power for like a second, like put in sleep mode, then come back to it and finish the rest of chapter yeah, 1. Absolutely. It it really fits that gameplay and it's just really surreal to play like a 60 frames uh like 1080p version of RE4 handheld. Yeah. It's really bizarre and even more bizarre are the sequels because not only did I buy RE4 and RE1 and RE0, I bought RE5 and 6 as well. Now, you're probably like, why then the fuck would you want to play through RE6 again? Or even 5? Well, the thing is, these games have mercenaries. What happens to like Resident Evil 5? I, I now like 5. I didn't like 5 when I first played mm. it, because I was like, this is not Resident Evil. Which, in a way, it's a different kind of it Resident is, Evil. It is, yeah. But it's the, definitely a departure, but I still enjoyed it. It's a fun game. I'm never going to say it's not. It is silly as fuck, and you'll never take that story seriously. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. It is just zany. But but all in all, it's just weird because Resident Evil 4 runs 60 frames, 1080p. Gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, the textures are a little bit garbled. They look a little bit blotchy, like someone just put the blur tool on everything. And that's just the entire walls. So here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. Like, because you can't just, like, remaster textures. When you remaster something and it has HD textures, uh-huh. that's all new textures that someone made for that game. That Okay, that's true. But then there's also instances where they use computers to upscale previous textures. Yes. It doesn't work all the time, but right. it does work sometimes. sometimes. At least when the images are 480 fucking P. Right. And you go on the PC versions and they do that already. So I don't know why that version wasn't ported to the Switch. And another thing that's kind of weird with RE4, before we get off of that one real quick, um, that they say that it's HD. Like the entire game is HD 60 frames. And including the cutscenes until you play the bonus modes. So right. I guess they just really didn't feel like playing the entire bonus game modes don't count. when they were quality assuring or whatever the fuck. Like, because separate ways as cutscenes are horribly stretched. They look terrible and they're like really blurry. And that's just because they ported the original GameCube ones or PS2 right. ones or whatever. So it's like, all right, a little bit more care in that regard. And then you look at RE5 which runs kind of bad when you're in outside areas. Like, that first Pueblo scene where all the villagers attack you in 5, it, it runs choppy, and I'm like, oh, God, mm. what is 6 going to be like? Because 6 has, like, explosions and uh, uh, gimmicks and, like, set pieces and shit. RE5 just has a weird color filter, and that's really and Chris's the Chris's veins have biceps. But apparently those <laughs> biceps were so fucking hard to render because RE6 runs fine. Huh. I don't, I don't even know what the fucking deal is there, why 6 runs Weird. better. Even the No Mercy version of 6, when you go into Mercenaries, there's No Mercy mode, which literally multiplies the amount of enemies on screen. Even in that mode runs better than RE5. So I don't know what the fuck's going on with RE5's port, but all in all, I'm actually really happy that I have basically like a sequel to Mercenaries 3D. If that makes any sense. I gotcha. Do you know about Mercenaries, Resident Evil, the Mercenaries? No, I never played much of the Mercenaries. Yeah, the, they were bonus modes, but then I they know. ported them to the DS as its standalone spinoff title okay. called Resident Evil, the Mercenaries 3D. And it was fine until like it was only on the DS, which had no other joystick and was kind of awkward to move around with. Right. And they, they were like, oh, it's, it's all the characters and stuff from 4 and 5, except Leon and Ada and Krauser, and, you know, maybe Wesker's there. That's fine. Like, it, they, they kind of half-assed it a bit. And then when that game didn't do well, they were like, we can't do this topic anymore. Gotcha. Fuck this. We have to try the 4v4 versus modes now. 
That's the only way out of this. Which is so stupid because I'm playing it on the Switch and I'm like, this is amazing. Having Mercenaries as like something you can play on the go, just hold on, I'm going to play a quick game of Mercenaries as I'm in the car or if I'm watching TV with my boyfriend. It is fucking actually really well paced for that. So it leads me to believe that if like Resident Evil wants to just become like or have God, like a spinoff series. Dating you. What? If, so my girlfriend does this too and it drives me fucking mad. When we're uh, okay. watching stuff. And then they're doing something else on some other screen. Like, just tell me you don't want to watch what we're watching. No, 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 Okay. I, I'm not going to sit there. I can watch something without specifically staring at it. And, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Flash. Like, there are some shows, RuPaul's Drag Race. It's fine. I don't need to see every second of it. Okay? My boyfriend could do that, and that's fine. And then I just play along. It's company. No, no. It's company, Dr. Rude. I know this is foreign to you. It's, it's company. We just have to. We just have to appreciate the company. Don't me, give me that look. <laughs> kick you in the earlobe. But no, I mean, I'm just saying it would be nice if there was a, if I didn't have to jump between each game yeah, yeah, yeah. to do the mercenaries for each. But ultimately, it is that. So I'm just kind of running through Resident Evil 4 right now to unlock the mercenaries mode and then really just kind of leave it so I could jump between there. Um, and then I guess while I'm playing Resident Evil 4, I should mention, uh, I don't, I mean, the dude isn't here, so he's not going to specifically notice the differences, but he was talking all up and down on our guns episode, if you remember, the Red Nine. Yes. And it's a handgun that's extremely strong in Resident uh -huh. Evil 4, and it does a shit ton of damage, and I was like, you know what, let's give it a shot. When I was a kid, I never played it, because I thought it was a Magnum, because I was an idiot. And I was like, okay, well, it's a pistol, so now let me start using it. It's a great gun, don't get me wrong, but I never realized how much I rely on melee moves in 4. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, people say, like, oh, it does so much damage, so much damage, but it doesn't help if you're in a group of cultists and you shoot one in the head, his head pops. Right. And you're like, oh, well, there's no kick anymore so that I can knock everyone away. Yep. He's just dead. No, no, because you did the tentacle thing. You're right. It'll do that. But the Red Nine has a really good crit rate where it just oh, pops yeah, it yeah, without yeah. the fucking parasites right. coming out. But even in that regard, it's just a dead body that flops and there's four other people coming right. at you. And I was like, that kick would have been real good right there. Yeah. So I still, as much as I'm trying to get used to the Red Nine, I like it. I'm not saying it's a bad gun. Still think the Black Tail is a little bit better. And I know that's Ooh. sacrilege. But we'll see when I do the Punisher run because that's apparently you have to play that handgun like billiards. Because it goes through enemies. Right. And it's weak. So you have to get them hung up in doorways and then shoot them like that. Um, so honestly, and Resident Evil 4, by the way, is holding up extremely well. Um, it, it feels like it's, I still think it's possibly one of the best paced games to this day. Okay. Um, like, it's weird because then you look at Resident Evil 5 and 6 and they have the similar gameplay ideas of getting from point A to point B, but it feels less personal and i, I want to kind of describe what i mean by that because like re4 has the attache case for example uh -huh. when you pick up an item you have to fucking put it in the who's a what's it mm -hmm. and i know you're smiling at me because this is the nitpicky whatever from final fantasy 7 uh -huh. i know that look dr rune i see it on uh -huh. your face and i'm not saying i'm just telling you these are the things that i feel like contribute well, so you know this isn't hawk and dove right Hawk and Dove. Oh, Hawk and Dove. Sorry, that's a comic book. That that's a that should be a fucking emblem. That's the funny. Dove emblem. I'm surprised it hasn't been. I'm really liking Resident Evil 4, and unfortunately, I don't have anything that I've watched besides editing Code Veronica. So I'll just uh, tune in for when that happens, and that's all my <laughs> recents. So how about you, Doctor Rude? Hey, here's a surprise for everyone. I'm oh. playing Hunt. <laughs> oh, oh dear! What a did you use the bomb lance? <laughs> Is that oh what a shocking development? Uh, I know. Oh my goodness! Uh, I know. 
Uh, there's a new skin for Hunt It'd called. Be more the shocking if I said I played. <laughs> yeah, that would be more shocking. You're right. Uh, there's a new skin called the Prodigal Daughter. Uh-huh, uh huh. Nice. There's also a new event skin, which is the Plague Doctor, mm. and they're both amazing looking. Nice. Fucking nice. love them. Um, but so the good thing about the Switch is that it's portable. So yes! in between loading screens, I can play something else. Uh, nice, nice. So I've finally gotten around to really digging my teeth into Hades. Nice, nice. Because I've had it for a while. As do I, and yeah. I've yet to touch but it. I, I haven't gotten around to playing it, uh, but I finally did. And fuck, it's good. You know, that's a story I also, hear a lot, too. really quick, it's pretty. Yeah. Hades is, like, the art direction, the art style is beautiful. The character design is phenomenal. Mechanically, the game is solid. Characters prime for porn. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> bro. This, 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 like, look. I'm a man. I've done the the, the Google search Wait, already. You are. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, uh, anyway, uh, I've done the Google search. Okay. Uh-huh. There's so much gay porn for Hades. Good as there should so be. So much. I'm pretty sure it outnumbers the hetero porn for Hades. I Which mean, is impressive. That yeah, for any genre. Uh, that being said, that's because everyone's pretty. Uh huh. Like everyone in the game is beautiful. Even the floating Medusa head is attractive. Uh huh. <laughs> I also hear about a boulder character that Vaughn brings up, and he uh, looks pretty hot. It's literally a giant boulder. That's correct. <laughs> but it's it, it's well, I haven't gotten to talk to the boulder yet, but uh-huh. I know that you get to. Because it's the boulder that Sisyphus is supposed to be pushing. Oh, shut up. That's the same boulder? Oh, yeah. my God. I never thought about that. Yeah. Jesus and boulder Christ. Call, uh, and Sisyphus calls it Boldy. Oh, um, my God. Yes, Boldy. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, Sisyphus, uh, who had to push the boulder uphill. Correct. For those you don't know. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you oh, learn anything, by the way, playing this game? Like, oh, about Greek like, mythology? Like, honestly, most of the mythology, I mean, it's a little... Animated. Yeah, yeah. It's a little... <laughs> but most of the mythology is pretty on point. Uh-huh. Like it all it talks about like lesser talked about characters like Nyx, the goddess of night, uh-huh. and then her two sons, Hypnos and Thanatos, uh-huh. who are technically they're not Olympian gods, they're Kachana gods. Uh which is really a, a simple mistake to make, of course. Well no, meaning <laughs> because so so you have the Olympian gods, which uh-huh. are all sons and or a product uh like either sons or Products brothers of Deuce of Zeus of Deuce of Zeus. No. But Hades has children also. Yes. And they are not Olympian gods because they weren't born on Mount Olympus. Do they not still retain the rank of demigod? No, they no, are they are gods. Okay, yeah, yeah. But they're not Olympian gods. Oh, I see. They're not allowed on Mount Olympus. Correct. Mount Olympus? Yes. No no Hades kids allowed. And there's like a backwards <laughs> H. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So honestly, like a lot of a lot of the uh the uh, of the mythology is pretty good like it's pretty on on point uh-huh. and even if it's not perfect it's definitely interesting enough to like if you don't know about mythology this might be your fucking way in if, if your only experience with greek mythology was persona 5 bios for personas <laughs> then you may need to look into this um or persona 3 that one has the more greek ones but um uh, yeah so any uh, other reasons i keep or? saying um okay uh, I'm, I'm so yeah, I've been playing lost. Hades nonstop, uh, and the game almost made me throw my Switch through the window. Oh? I'm not going to say why here. It's a game mechanic spoiler. Uh-huh. But it does something that really pisses me off. All right. 
I, I, I th- you told me about this yes. a while back. So hold on. Let me see if I can explain it without actually explaining it. Um, you can't say who does. You didn't say who did it, right? No. Okay. So we that's fine. We can leave that in the dark. What we're going to say is Pokemon trainering. What? Hyper potioning. No. I mean, I guess. It's essentially what you were describing. Yeah. They just Look, pull out a hyper potion you out of have, nowhere. Yeah, if you have one method of multiple health bars uh-huh. be consistent throughout the game, don't all of a sudden change the way multiple health bars manifest. That's fair. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. Because if I'm expecting a health bar to behave in one way, uh-huh. and I have failed to reduce this health bar multiple times, when I finally reduce that health bar and feel that sigh of relief, it is borderline torture to cut that under out from under me. Yes. By having that health bar yes. go back up. Just like a gym leader. Yeah, would. I'm I just know. saying it's that crushing. But that's feeling. just it. Like in Pokemon, there is no other form of multiple health bars. There's one health bar. So you know mm. that the only way that health bar refills is with a fucking hyper potion. Um, excuse me, if you have the focus ban, you'll be able to survive a hit and that can act like a second health bar? Not really. It's an extra hit HP point. Uh-huh. Ratata. Anyway, <laughs> nonetheless, the game is beautiful. Nice. nice. I, I highly recommend it to to anyone even and if you I do, have it too. Even yeah. if you don't like roguelikes, uh-huh. I think this might be the roguelike for you. Uh mm. because I feel like a lot of roguelikes tend to have a just by the product of the, of the kind of game they are, mm-hmm. they tend to feel less polished. Sure, I can see that. Uh, but this game is super polished. Mm-hmm. That's something else, too, is that most roguelikes have very little in the concept of, like, a story. Uh-huh. Uh, but this game has a pretty relevant story, and it's, like, persistent throughout. And like I said, I'm on my, like... 56th playthrough. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh it it's 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 polished. It has a legitimate storyline. Mm. Uh, like I, I was going to say I'm on my 56th playthrough. Uh-huh. And I still haven't heard a repeated line of dialogue. I love that. That that's an extra character. Is okay, whose responsibility is that? The sound director or the director to make uh, the conscious decision? Well, scriptwriter really? Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking more like because Akira, would, you would need script. I mean, you're going to have to make like someone has to make the decision to allow you to have that much dialogue. Right. But at the end of the day, that comes down to your scriptwriter. Because like with Silent Hill, Akira recorded multiple sounds right. for each sound effect. So that kind of decision always is like incredible. Yeah. It adds such volume to your world. It's great. Yeah. But, but, but it, what I'm saying is you don't usually see that level of detail given to like roguelikes. Mm, that's true. So where you have like, okay, so like. Is Left for Dead or? roguelike no it changes based on the game director I, mean, I guess in a weird i'm sorry now i'm starting to wonder what could no, be considered it's not really that. like it, like it changes Leopard, it doesn't change that much though and a special infected placement different yeah. horde alerts yeah but that's but the levels are all the same i guess the layout is well not even then sometimes they make you change paths yeah but it's not even that much of a change, to be honest. But, but I guess ahead. that's yeah, technically yeah, yeah. true for Hades, too, because really Hades, what it is, is a different combination of sections. Okay. That just gets switched around a lot. But, uh, yeah, I think it's on sale now on yeah. the eShop. I'm telling you right now, I'm kind of scared to get into Hades because right. every freaking person I've talked to is like, yeah, I've had it and I've always meant to play it. And then I, I'm obsessed with it now. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. Do Another it. obsession. Do oh, it. Jesus. It's so good. All right. Um, do you have any other Beyond reasons? that. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've actually, it's really weird. I haven't talked about it until now, even though, because tomorrow's the last episode. But I actually have been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier every week. Yes. I, I, Marvel's been killing it with TV shows. So, I will say this. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the safe choice for Marvel-related media. Yes. Yeah. Like it's a definitely more like the MCU than like WandaVision was. Oh, well, hold on. Safe. Okay. Yes, safe. But they still have some biting commentary no, no, no. in some yeah, areas yeah. No, that no, are absolutely. not. I'm just yeah. saying in terms of the way the show like is written and presented, uh-huh. it's very much more like the MCU yes. than WandaVision well, was. Wanda, that's why I liked WandaVision I so much. It was doing its own artistic-ass I agree, fucking 100%. idea. Yeah. But on the same note, I also like that this clearly fits with the MCU as a whole. Sure, I can tell. Uh, and, like, honestly, this is probably some of the best performances we've gotten from any of these characters so far. Well, yeah, it's good because they've been able to settle into their roles. Yeah. They know themselves. You I know? never really cared much for Sam, uh, uh, the Falcon. Yes. Until now. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Sebastian Stan playing Bucky, the Winter Soldier, he kills it in this series. The internet was always obsessed with Winter Soldier. Sure. They never stopped but, those fans. Well, <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, to be fair, his the Cap- Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is my uh-huh. favorite of the MCU movies. Okay. Of the solo movies, anyway. Um, it's a good movie. I'll it's, say it's great, but he truly, truly kills it in this series. And I don't want to give spoilers. I'm not going to give spoilers, but there is a character that shows up that provides some really important commentary that I was really happy to see in this in the show. Uh, is that the guy? That, I don't want to say yes. who it is. Okay, the guy with the pimp jacket that I love so much. Oh no! I but want. He's a, that's I not a spoiler. That... Everyone knows he's in the series. He's literally oh. in the promo art. Oh, I don't know. Baron Zemo. Oh, yeah. I want his jacket so bad. Dude, okay. Like... <laughs> so he's the... So... I can't even pay attention to what he's saying. I want his jacket. Okay. <laughs> uh, aside from the jacket, all of him, that mask is one of the best page-to-screen comic book representations I've seen. Uh-huh. He looks just like he does in the comics. Cool. And it looks dope as fuck. And also, that actor, Daniel Brule, I think is his name? Steve Brule. It's not Steve. Steve Brule. I hate you. Steve Brule was in Captain America? Hi, Mr. Steve Brule. Have you ever had to be in a fight? (sighs) You gotta gotta be careful. Scared you. Oh, well, hold on. (laughs) First off, yeah, that actor playing playing Zemo Uh is an insanely talented actor. Yes. But I feel like we have to give some credit to the actor that plays John, the Uh. new Captain America. Oh, yes. Uh, fucking Homelander 2.0. <laughs> Kinda. That was the comparison everyone was making online, I and I totally saw it. I don't quite that apt a comparison. Well, because it's, it's no, it's not the same character, but the same idea of turning an, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a, for pop, sure. a good icon into something else. But, like, he's really acting the fuck out of his role, man. He yeah. is killing it. And I saw someone posted, welcome to the you're so good at acting, we hate you club. No. <laughs> and it's like him, Joffrey... Umbridge from Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That should be an episode. Holy shit. Five people you love to hate. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. But, yeah, and it's true. He does this character so well, I fucking hate him. My gosh. And that's – that's I, I, I appreciate that let me, so let me, much. Let me, of course, tie this back into Resident Evil. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about how I feel it. about Nikolai. He, I hate him to death. No, there's nothing redeeming about Nikolai. No, that, that he's acting – Oh, he's, I guess. He's yeah, a that's fun true. character, but yeah, I hate yeah, yeah. him. That's my whole point. For yeah. sure. 
But that's a good point. I like that. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, and um, that just about does it for me and recents. All right. So news? let's get into the news. Oh my gosh! Well, here what comes. From my feed, I only have one one small fish came Tell down me. my stream. Only one. So here we go. Uh, so there's this Japanese game that hadn't been translated for the longest time. I think I think it's for PS1, but I'm not sure. It definitely looks like it. Or it's a fan game that looks like a PS1. I'm not sure. But it was only released in Japan, and we're finally getting a translation of it. It's called Mizuna... Mizuna... Mizuna? Mizurna. What am I, fucking inglorious bastards? Um, Mizuna Falls, M-I-Z-Z-U-R-N-A. How do you how do you pronounce this? Tell Let's me. see. Let, all right, tell me what my notes are. Don't read my I list. Know, Don't read my, my list. On the other side, that's not highlighted. What? What are you it's saying? Right here, up here. Oh, news. It's in the news. Mizuna. Mi, Mizuna. 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 But Mizuna. there's we're not know, pronouncing the R. That's the thing. Anyway, Mizuna. Mizuna Falls. Mizuna. Uh, check it out. Looks Mizuna. really interesting, especially if, if you're into PS1, you know, Silent Hill type aesthetics. Fucking, I want to get over that. Or or if you don't want to play it. What? <laughs> or if you don't want to play it, you can check it out when I stream it whenever I get my hands on it. So I'll be sure to let you, you guys know. Hades. I possibly can, actually. Yeah. Why not? I mean, would, would that be... Is that a good game to stream? I think so. Okay. Because I, I don't know how fast the runs go. But anyway, well, we'll see. Why not? And my last bit of news. Uh, Mortal Kombat at the movie is coming out. I like that they kind of did a, a retro remix for the theme song. Yes. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I'm glad they finally fucking acknowledged it. Yeah. I hate the fact that that theme song was so popular. And then I know. Midway it's, and Mortal like, Kombat was like, that doesn't like, exist. You can't say Mortal Kombat without people Mortal our age Kombat. thinking. Yeah. And yeah. yet it's been absent in any representation. And every single one of the games are like, no, yeah. this song doesn't exist. I know. And I get maybe it's some sort of licensing thing, but fucking at least reference it yeah. or do something. It was a very defining feature Absolutely. of those games. Like, in any case, uh, I'm glad they did that for the movie. I'm still kind of butthurt about some things I saw in the trailer. But whatever. I mean, it'll be fun to watch. Why not? My boyfriend's I think it's going to be super cool. Should be fun. And you know what? I'm glad you think that because there's a rumor going around that if this does well, they're planning on doing four more. And well, I don't know. Then. This is the same fucking industry that says we're supposed to be on Avatar 6. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. But in any case, I'm excited about Mortal Kombat. So that's all the news I got. Uh, just something I, I, I think is really cool. So for those of you who don't know, like the original Mortal Kombat game was like photographs of real people in costumes. Yes. That they then turned into sprites. Fucking awesome. So to celebrate the 25th anniversary, Carrie Hoskins, the original uh, model for Sonya Blade, uh -huh. put the costume on again and did a photo shoot. That's awesome. Literally has not aged in 25 years. <laughs> this woman is 51 years old and possibly looks better now than she did back then. So, so wait, you mentioned Sonya really quick. Do yes. you know about Cynthia Rothrock? Yes. Okay, she's the basis of Sonya, and I don't think anyone's fucking told her that she's the basis of one of the most <laughs> popular fighting game characters. So someone needs to tell Cynthia Rothrock that she is supposed to be Sonya. That's awesome. She looks wow. She looks exactly the same. Yeah, oh, dude. Shit. She looks great. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, her name's uh Carrie Hoskins. So uh, look up Carrie Hoskins, Sonya Blade, and you can see scroll what. Scroll past some X-rated images. No, but... no, no, no. <laughs> uh, and you can see clearly what so, what some you know some deal with the the devil looks like. Oh yeah. Because you think Warner had any say in that? <laughs> like... I don't know, man. I don't but, know. The fans like this stupid cosplay shit, so I don't know. Do it. Goddamn um, Warner Brothers. But yeah, uh, so I am also very stoked 
for Mortal Kombat. Yep, yep. We'll see what they do or where the fuck Johnny Cage comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, that's all the news I got. So you had any news? So the biggest news that I've got for things that pertain to me anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Sony and Marvel have finally reached a new deal that is going to allow Sony uh, productions to be streamed on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so that means we're getting Spider-Man. So sp- the Spider-Man movies will finally. So that means the uh, only. Uh, hey, fuck you, no, man. I'm my, okay. I'm happy for that, but this is bullshit, and we should have had this a lot sooner. Is my look, point. man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a great series. History didn't me. work that way. Sure, of course. I'm just happy. I'm so, happy it's here. Honestly, now, sure. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh-huh. really, if you look at the way the cards were stacked. Not only was it very unlikely that we were going to get Spider-Man streaming on Disney at all, mm-hmm. it was at some point unlikely that we were ever going to see Spider-Man in an Avengers movie. So the fact that it's gotten here, what? No, it just made me think. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. I was just th- thinking like, because the Avengers game, only the PlayStation version has Spider-Man. Correct. So does this mean now that they could release it for free for Xbox? Uh, probably like, not. As like an addendum, no. Well, no, because no, Disney well, has that, no that's affiliation. To- hey, that's totally different. No, you're right. That's you're also right. totally different licensing. Uh-huh. That's literally something Sony Interactive Entertainment has worked out with Marvel exclusively. Yes, but that's okay. different licensing altogether than movies. Sorry, Xbox fans, I tried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Uh, but yeah, so see, this is really interesting though because this also comes on the tail of news that came out like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. which is that Netflix has secured a deal with Sony for streaming their movies. So the way it's going to work is Netflix has new release streaming rights. Could you not already? I'm sorry, I didn't even know that was a distinguished what that that you couldn't release those movies on Netflix already. It just there was no deal to to pro, to secure that. Oh, okay. Spider-Man's been on there before, but yeah. there was no contract. But now Netflix is going to have exclusive rights to new release Sony movies. I see. Okay. So I think it's for the first 18 months after release, Netflix has the rights to it. Oh god! And then it bumps over to Disney Plus. So movies are now going the ways of uh, video games. Yeah, kind of the console wars. But oh god, that that still means that sure, well, you'll need at least Netflix to watch the new releases. But that means that there's no reason now why Far From Home and Homecoming can't join the rest of the MCU on Disney Plus. Which means that the only uh, MCU movie that won't be on Disney Plus is The Incredible Hulk. And everyone, of course, wants to see that back. You know, Marvel's trying the, to bring it back. Obviously. I love the Incredible. Hulk. I know, but they, they very clearly retconned that no, shit. No, they didn't retcon. What do you mean? Incredible with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Edward Norton? Yeah. They didn't retcon. Like, Thunderbolt Ross makes an appearance in the MCU. But it's not the same guy. It's just a different actor. It's a recast. Oh, I took it as it was just a new. No. Because it, it's not like, all right, I never got any references to that movie in any future ones. You know, I didn't realize. Literally, Thunderbolt Ross is the same actor. Who is Thunderbolt Ross? The general, the one who's trying to cap, who's trying to kill the Hulk. He's in what? The MC. He's the guy who makes them sign the Sokovia Accords. He's literally standing at I, Tony Hawk's funeral. I, or Tony Hawk. T- at Tony Hawk's funeral. Oh, God. Knock on wood. The poor guy. The poor fucking guy keeps on fucking getting misidentified at places. Now you're putting him in the ground. It's fucked up. Oh, have you seen those posts? Yes, where yes. Where he talks about people confusing him for Tony There's Hawk? There's a whole Twitter page called you Tony Hawk. like that Tony Hawk guy. Yeah, I know. Are you him? Yep. Nah. <laughs> nah, you can't be. It's called Tony Hawk's Existential Crisis. Yeah, and it's no, all of them. Sorry. Uh, he's at Tony Stark's like memorial. 
well, you know, you look like that Tony Hawk guy. You know, I wonder what happened to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. All right, back on topic. Yeah, but yes, 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 no, they they clearly, like, it's clearly meant to be the same character from Incredible Hulk, and Thunderbolt Ross is definitely the same character. I just took him as a general. No. As maybe a clever casting cameo. No, man. And that's it. It's him. Hashtag casting no, it's cameo. That movie, and also, like, at the end of that movie, we actually see Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's the after credit spoiler. Well, spoilers? Come or on. Not spoiler, teaser is what I meant Dr. to say. Dr. Rude. But uh yeah, like cuz we had to- we had uh, Incredible Hulk or not uh-huh. Incredible, we had Iron Man 1, right? Which ended with the Nick Fury scene. Yes. And then Incredible Hulk ended with Robert Downey Jr. doing the same thing to Bruce Banner. What was the movie that ended with X-Men footage randomly? Uh, that was a Spider-Man movie. I don't remember yeah. which one. Yeah, it was. I think it was Homecoming. At no, the end- it wasn't the MCU Spider-Man. It was like Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 2. That randomly, that randomly, that randomly ended had with Days like, of Future Past or whatever. Yeah, there. something like yeah. that. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, which okay. was very cool. But um, Interesting. Any yeah. other uh, news by uh, chance? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got tons more. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so, but yeah, so that's, that's I think, is a pretty big deal in terms of like people who want all of their MCU in one place. Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, when the hell has uh has dropped? So we knew that uh, has dropped. Oh no, has Russell Crowe was involved. Okay. And we just, I think he just accidentally leaked what character he's gonna play. <laughs> okay. He's gonna play Zeus. All right. See, I know you don't know this, but yeah. that's actually a pretty big deal for the MCU because that means they're officially introducing the Olympians. Didn't oh I guess the mascara is not technically no. yeah all right I mean we got we got Ares Ares but, you know but they were, he was one character and that's also DC oh you're so right yeah sorry uh-huh. in Marvel okay so this is their version. yeah okay yeah sorry but that, yeah, it's a big right. deal that means we're gonna get her, we're probably gonna get Hercules because he's a, he's actually a major character mm. we're gonna get a bunch of like the you know the the MCU Olympians which I think is very cool so now Disney has Marvel right. Yeah. So if we're introducing Greek gods, can I have my Hercules? Sure. Hercules. Can Disney's just, Hercules. I know, but okay. can, can I can I mention something that really pisses me off about that movie? About Hercules? Yeah. There's a lot of things wrong with it. But no, sure. there's one thing that really bothers me. What? So it's the Greek gods because their names are Hermes and Athena, and so his name should be Heracles. No. Yeah. Shit drives me wild. But but it was Herc. They but wanted to cut it his for name's Herc. Heracles. But you're misunderstanding that Heracles, this, was, this was released in the 90s, <laughs> and no one wanted to say that. So <laughs> Kevin um, Sorbos was all the fucking thing we knew for oh Hercules, okay? And we were disappointed! All right? <laughs> Plague, mankind was suffering. Only one man dared to challenge their power. Hercules. Um, I fucking love that show. I'm so disappointed. Too uh, bad he, he's an asshole, Kevin Sorbo. I know. He's a real... I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so... A vulgar, real American asshole. He's a real fucking dickwad. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but yeah, so that's actually a pretty big deal. And uh, also, uh, Amelia Clark has is officially joining the MCU. Uh, Felici. Daenerys uh, Targaryen. Neat, neat, neat. She's okay. officially joining the MCU uh, in the Secret Invasions movie. She's a good actress, Hopefully they give her a good Here's script. my thing. I that's my thing. I don't know if she's a good actress. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I haven't seen her in anything I really like yet. Uh huh. Like, the closest she came to be having a decent role was in Solo, 
And even that wasn't much of a role to begin with. Well, everyone was catatonic in that movie. Yeah, because so. she sucked in Terminator. But that's because the script sucked. Which Terminator? Genesis. Oh, God. She yes. played Sarah Connor. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. You're so right. That was terrible. Yeah. yeah. But again, her script sucked. So I don't know if that's her fault. And Game of Thrones, I mean, she, she was, was fine. Good but there until... wasn't a lot of real good acting involved there from her character, I don't think. Uh-huh. Well, some people would probably argue. Some people say that Jon Snow guy is real good. Sure. Then, then you watch Revelations 30 and you, uh, 30, 3D and you 30. change your mind. 30, the 30th revolution. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm, I, but I like her personality, like as a person, like in as interviews. As you know her personally. Yes. yes. <laughs> She's here in the hot tub with us now. And here she comes in now. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, no, no. I, I like like in interviews and just whenever she's being herself. Sure. She's clearly a charismatic person. Okay. Which often translates into someone enjoyable to watch on screen. And that's kind of what the MCU banks on. The MCU banks on charisma a lot. Yeah, I mean, they look at Robert and was like, sure. Not just Robert. Like, Chris Evans is also charismatic as hell, and so is Chris Hemsworth. But the Chris Hemsworth, they had to tweak him a bit to become more like the other no, two. No, the opposite. It No, it is the opposite. Is it? They changed Thor to be more like Chris Hemsworth. That's That's what I just said, didn't I? No, but the thing is, Chris Hemsworth is like that. So they didn't tweak his acting so much as they actually changed it because they realized, oh, wait, you're a really funny guy. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got confused because I thought you were saying Chris Evans, not Chris Hemsworth. Okay, I see what you mean now. So they're writing it around Chris Hemsworth. When they introduced Thor, they tried to play Thor like, I am the god of thunder. That's the thing I was talking about. But slowly they came to realize, Mm. shit. Chris Hemsworth is actually really fucking funny. We need to let him be funny. And that's kind of where I think they found success with the character. Right, but even then I would say he's not he does it in his own way, but there are instances where it does the same kind. It's still the same writer, sure. but they're going to write a cre- uh, charismatic person sure. to do those things. I'm not going to say he's not funny. But, I'm just uh, saying he did change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But again, I think part of that I'm I I don't but I don't think it's it's fair to say that they did that because they were changing him to be like Robert Downey. I thought they changed a lot of people to be more like Robert Downey. No, though. I don't think that's fair. Even freaking Ultron was like like kind of suave and so smooth that's, and shit. So and it's I like, think well, that's you know? the pro- is they started they started focusing more on like charisma uh-huh. as opposed to like dark and brooding. Right. I just was never sure. Okay, this is a whole other topic. I and know. I'm sorry, but like I was never sure if like the implication was he was replicating Tony because he was right. built by Tony, or that it was just the actor. I think that just being himself no, and James whatever. Spader isn't specifically that quippy. When I, I th- think it was the intent of giving him a little bit of Tony Stark's humor. It just worked. It clashed with me a little because he's a robot, you know? He's supposed to be a little soulless. But anyway, I agree. that's it, entirely it was, beside It was very point. weird. No. Um, but yeah, so I'm. this all came from Amelia Clark in <laughs> Secret Invasion. Hey, casting is cool. Uh, Bro, I'll talk all about the Resident Evil casting, but there's not really much to say. No, nothing new yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I'm ex- so this, I think for me anyway, this is going to be... Like where I make my decision on Amelia Clark. That's fair. You get me? Is is this is this MCU role? So I, I'm I'm tentatively excited. The the phrase is cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, that. Uh, but Anything yeah, else? I think that is all I've got. Oh, also there's a. So the, the I do have one more thing. The uh-huh. bane of Marvel. I'm not gonna say it because these are spoilers. But the bane of Marvel's existence has been toy leaks. 
toy. Oh, okay. Like promotional yeah. art for like toys. Revealing it early. Yeah. Okay. That has Fuck literally. Fuck you, Walmart. Stop this. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Walmart Lego has been a big problem for Marvel. Oh, wow. Lego. That's yeah. funny. Because like a bunch of leaks just came out about surprises in the What If series that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. That's I'm excited for that more I'm than so anything. I'm so fucking excited. Well, I love What If series because that lets you fuck around with anything, Absolutely. essentially. No, there's so, I, 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 and I, you don't need to make a fake sequel game to do it. All right. <clears throat> don't you dare. <clears throat> no. Although I will addendo. No, no, will, no, no. I'm correcting myself. God correcting damn it. Myself. I was hoping we'd go one episode. No, because I... Without was... talking about Final Fantasy what was the com- what was What was the comment on the last episode? Uh-huh. Uh, Cody, I saw you. I was wrong. Uh, I, I, You know what? To maybe... I still feel like it's a spinoff a little, but it is not really 100% a spinoff. It's more of a sequel game. Okay. Like 7-2 or something. I'll take it. We'll take it and we'll drop anyway, it. Leave this alone. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Where did we come from? Cotton Eye Joe, I don't know. Um, we were talking about casting. Oh, oh, toy leaks. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, uh, but so a bunch of toy leaks just came out for what if. Mm. That if you're interested in finding out, you could look it up. And it's really interesting. Cool. Very, very interesting. I like to see those kind of things, for real. I do my own what if playthroughs of Resident Evil. Bam! Final Fantasy VII and Resident wow. Evil. The same Jesus topic. fucking Christ. Any other? All right, uh, let's get yes. to the fucking topic. All right, well, no, because we're going to take a quick break. I know, but I just want, I want you to stop talking. Get your drink downstairs. We're not doing it yet. Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there or be square. I'm not trying to like start the whole conversation again. I'm just saying if you're going to oh market yourself as a remake on the box okay, and tell well, you people know what? for I five years <gasps> that it's a remake, then you just. <laughs> and that's it. And that's really just it. Okay. Is that enough for me to say? Is that just fair? Yeah, that's good enough, George. Yeah, whatever. I anyway. Lo- I love let's... you, Ocarina. <laughs> I like the other instruments. <laughs> There's a lot, too. I fucking love the variation. So, it's episode 87, and we're doing an All-Stars favorite secondary Zelda character. That is correct. As I said before, we all know the, the main three, the Triforce, but we want to focus on the little people that bring Hyrule to life. So, Bone so. King. Yes. What is an All-Stars? An All-Star is when we go ahead and pick characters from a specific demographic or group, and we celebrate them in a non-ranked list. So unlike Freaky Five or Talking Tears, we're not going to be ranking on which NPC is better or anything. We will basically just be doing uh, my NPC and then Dr. Rude's NPC back and forth, just highlighting them, talking about characters we want to reminisce about. Yeah. I don't know. I feel weird ranking them. Like, how can I, I rank the item store guy with the one guy who does mini games? I've, I've got an immediate number one. Well, I'll I'm tell gonna you right talk now. about them first. Yours are are totally ranked if you want, but you know no, what? Mine just are this not. one. Okay, all so right. So I'm gonna right. start with Mifa. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally not one I had. So that's good. Good. Uh, yeah, man. So Mifa explain, from Breath of the Wild. Explain to me how you love her design. How she has the body of a nine year old and all it's right, inhabited man. by no, a nine hundred year old a dragon spirit maid. You know what it really? You know what it really is like for real though. <laughs> and I talked about this briefly with you in the car. Yes. Yes. I feel like most, with the with a few exceptions, sure. But most iterations of Zelda and Link aren't really romantic. No, no, like not at really, all. It, there's re- really, it usually feels like she reveres her honorable knight 
and he's like he knows that he has to protect his princess bro like even that's in, what it feels even like even in ocarina yeah. it's, oh you just happen to sneak into the castle yeah. okay hi exactly that's all that goes like, meanwhile like me like okay so the zora people like have a whole fucking thing you have to do to show like someone your affection like, oh. you have to make them a suit of armor, man. You know that's based on a real fish behavior, right? That's cool. Like, a mating, they, they give, like, little uh, glittery things. It's like oh, that's a cute. Thing. Yeah, I think that's actually based on a real thing. I yeah. like that. So, um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Clever. So, I like that, like, I don't know. She clearly did love Link and loved him so much that, like, she crafted him this suit of armor. It's just weird because when I think about that, I think Rudo... And that's a very one-sided <laughs> relationship. <laughs> and like, here, you can have my marriage stone. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold on to this, Yeah, then. so basically, like, Mifa's up there because she's my OTP, man. That's what it really is. I, I like... With Link? Yeah. I, again, I, some people are into lollies. Look, Demo, if you're out there, I love you, my no, dude. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It's just, it's not a pairing I would use. Okay, but that's look. fair. That's fair. That's why it's not my OTP. Okay, Ganondorf, Link, maybe Darunia. Jesus, throw them all in the mix. <laughs> Get a Dark Nut or two. Ao. Uh, <laughs> no. But yeah, also like I just like the way that she is, like, like she's the cleric of the of the group, and right. I kind of like that. I like the way she's presented that way. I like the role she fills doing that. I like her ability. I like the like what it does in terms of from like why it does what it does. You get me? Oh, it's very helpful when I jump off cliffs, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it is, absolutely. Uh-huh. But not just that, but again, I'm talking about not the ability itself, but why that's her ability. Uh-huh. The fact that she had this power to basically, like, sacrifice herself for people. I think it's so funny how callous I am with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I, I see her as an overglorified, like, I don't know, um, what's it called when you go rollerblading? Uh, knee pads? Uh -huh. I just see her as just like helmet and knee pads. Oh my god! So when I jump a off a cliff, of <laughs> she's just protection. Oh god, I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> All right, my turn, right? Yes. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and get this one out of the way. Uh, Tingle, my boy. Uh, I gotta go for Tingle. I know. No, I brought him up no you don't. Yes, I do. You know what? I think it's hilarious that like okay. The point of Majora's Mask is to show a whole bunch of different characters and different people types that you would see in a town, right? Uh -huh. So having someone who over idolizes and is and is obsessed with a fandom, <laughs> fan ranks, like <laughs> it makes sense for this character to exist. And I think it's absolutely hysterical and yet relatable that like you can run into Tinkle and he's or Tinkle, Tingle and he's doing his best, <laughs> and you can meet Tingle's dad in Majora's Mask, yeah. and he's like, bro, I don't know what the deal is with my son but he's happy or whatever i don't even ask questions and you know what i can relate to that you know i could do my own thing dad i'm just saying it's 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 a cool thing on top of that that they kind of push that character further into wind waker and other games down the line because they started giving him this identity is like he's the rupee smuggler he's right. obsessed with money it was kind of like zelda's version of wario in a weird way. Okay. So it was interesting to see this growth of a character and then see the Tingle family that shows up in Wind Waker, okay. which is a okay. whole other bag of worms. Yeah. So I'm just saying Tingle is a very interesting scenario of taking something that is like, uh, people would say is kind of weirdly realistic. Like, why would you have this obsessive 35-year-old man otaku. in a skin tight? Yeah, otaku, <laughs> essentially. And he is essentially an otaku. That's what he is. But, but the, he expands on that, and I really like that character a lot. See? No, no OTP with this one, though. Okay. No. That's an interesting one, Link and Tingle. 
That, <laughs> that's a lot of tingle sensations oh, right there. No. Your turn. I have that in my brain now. <laughs> oh, so much latex. So, uh, from those of you who listened to the uh, Talking Tears, right, uh, know that I don't care much for Wind Waker. Yes. That being said. And I didn't rail on you for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that being said, there is a type of character that I really enjoy. Oh? And that's sentient mounts slash sentient vehicles slash oh! sentient This is a great rides. one. Uh, so the king of red of the red lions. Yes, this is a great is one. So fucking cool. Yes, they've never replicated this ever again. I know. It's such a great idea, especially the when t- you know the twist at the end. He's too. so fucking cool. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like for those of you who don't know, King of the Red Lions is your fucking ship. Well, it's no, yeah, you're yeah. right. No, he, it is. I mean, he's sentient. Probably doesn't want to be owned, but yeah. Right. He, but he <laughs> yes. is the ship that you that you journey on. Uh-huh. Through the course of Wind Waker. Very true. Uh, and he's just so fucking cool. Do you know about the twist with him? No, I don't. Okay, do not play Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> I have played Hyrule Warriors. The first one, he's a DLC character. Oh, I don't have him. Do yet. not play it. Okay, Because they Got just it. show it. <laughs> Got <laughs> like, it. Like nothing. Okay. But go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there really isn't much to say. Like, I just, I like that concept. Uh-huh. I think this all started with me liking Knight Rider as a kid. Uh- <laughs> oh, totally. Something about, like, sentient vehicles. That's yeah. got to be an episode, too. Like, that lets you communicate with yeah. them in a way. Yeah, I like that. I agree. Like, I, like the idea that, like, your ride is your partner is, like, really cool to me. It's very, very uh, – you got to be careful. It's a thin line, though, because then you get kind of get, like, a Yoshi Mario thing. Oh, you yeah, You throw yeah, them yeah. in the For pit, sure. and it's like, oh. Is this really Absolutely. nice? Is this your friend, Mario? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it's a good conversation about consent there. Oh, God. I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess you're right. Jesus Christ. I mean, because, you know, Transformers also technically falls in that category. The, yeah. I mean, could they transform with the kids inside? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. Uh, I don't know. No. Uh, in the original series, when they transform, they throw the kids out, basically. Yeah, because I, I would imagine it's like just a meat oh, grinder. Have you not seen yeah, the robot, robot chicken? chicken? Yeah, oh, robot God. Chicken. Oh, God. It just seems like an obvious outcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, so but yeah. So, but that's all I'm gonna say about the King of Red Lions. I just think he's hey, he's he's a uh, I forget what they're called, but he's a, a Viking ship, Viking style kind of yeah, actually, which well, is very cool with that dragon head, maiden head. It's weird because you're right. It's a Viking like longboat. Yeah. But he's thank got you. the face of like a, a shisa. Yeah. Like a fucking folklore yeah. thing. I think Japanese. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah. So like that's interesting. So yeah, but uh, but yeah. Oh, so God. I just think. Cool That's design. a whole other episode. I'm cool. so sorry. What? We need to have an episode about how other cultures are kind of in Zelda through the different races. Oh, Jesus it's fucking so Christ. cool, though. It is cool. It's, sorry, we have to do that another time, though, but okay. that's so cool. Uh, yeah, so that's all I've got to say about the King of Red Lions. <laughs> all right, good shit. Please finish Wind Waker because his character gets even better. I told you, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. His I character promise. gets even better. Did, I think the dude said he was going to lend me his Wii U, didn't he? Well, now that you said it on the show, he has there to. There you go. Now, it, it's law. Hi, Adrian. <laughs> anyway, uh, my turn. Next up, I'm coming up with Dampy, the gravedigger. Okay. I love him. I think it's it, he's such a cool character. Uh, in, in the first game, you see him skulking around. He's, Ocarina of Time has a really um, great way of showing juxtaposition between the future and the past. Okay. And Dampe is one of the great examples of that. Okay. In the past, he's alive. Yeah. In the future, he's dead. Uh-huh. And, but dot, he's, dot, dot. he's a, a, a ghost. Oh, no. Dot, dot, dot is the, the, the chick who lobotomizes herself. 
I'm what? D no, nothing. Go ahead. Jesus. Oh, no. That's the monkey when he's boiled alive. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. that's right. No, you're talking about Crimea and Rome, uh, Rome, yeah, yeah, Romea yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. No, that's... Jesus, there's a lot of traumatic shit in that <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, Majora's anyway, Mask is fucked. I love it. And uh, he's in... Downpay's in Majora's Mask as well, uh, if I recall correctly. Um, in any case... Um, it's that plus the little kid that's around him as well. Because in the, in the uh, I believe in the past, no, in the future, there's a, no, past, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there's a kid that wants to be like Dampe, uh -huh. and you see him replicating him. And then when you see Dampe at night, it's a good juxtaposition to show like he how he actually is replicating him. Okay. I don't, Dampe's been in the series a lot. He's the grave digger. He watches over the pose and the thing, and he's, he's, Adequately creepy. That is Adequately my answer. Adequately creepy. All right, your turn. Uh, so, uh, this is where I said I was gonna cheat a little bit. Okay. Uh, chic. Okay. No. <laughs> I I you know what? I pressed the big red buzzer. <laughs> nope. No on that one. You know very damn well why that doesn't work. I know, but come nope. on. Nope. It's I... basically a different character. Nope. It is not. It is most specifically Fine. not. A different Fuck you character. then, George. <laughs> Give me another one. That's what the. It's like Lincoln is my other option. It's like fuck <laughs> right off. Go ahead. Yeah. Give me another one, please. Fine. On the on the topics of mounts, Link would be nowhere in the fucking series if it wasn't for Epona. There you go. Now I cross one off my list. All yes, right. I that one was expected. Yes, I'll take that one. Cause fuck, man. How like that's she's such an important part of the of the of the journey, dude. Uh -huh. And and if you play Majora's Mask, you can actually talk to her. Yes, what? there's a mask that lets you talk to animals. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah the mask of yeah, truth. Correct. So the, we're talking about talkable or or chattable, personable, sentient, sentient mounts. Intelligent, intelligent mounts. You can actually yeah, talk to her. Absolutely. And in Twilight Princess, when you're Wolf Link, by the way. Yes. Ha ha! I got you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So again, I I feel like you like I almost feel like it's unfair. To not put Epona up there with the big three, because she's so important to the series. But yeah, I, I think like anytime, and it's never like a big story moment. Uh huh. But the relationship between Link and Epona, told over the series of these games, I would say it is a big Majora's Mask starts. Oh yeah, with trying to find Epona. That's true. Yeah, You're no, right. Very much is a story related character. Yeah, hundred percent. So yes. again, I think, like I said, I think she is iconic to the series, mm -hmm. and the series would be wouldn't like it would be missing something without her. I also enjoy how uh, just like the the trio that have to remain reincarnated yes. forever, Epona is also yes. reincarnated forever. It's always a girl. It's always yep. the same horse. This has never changed. Yep. It's very clever. No one thinks about how Epona is actually the fourth Triforce piece. Whoa. I just blew everyone's mind. I'm just saying. Wisdom, power, uh, bravery, Courage. and nay. <laughs> and nay. I was going to say just horse, but you know what? I like your option more. All right. What do you got for me, King? All right, so um, this is a, a character, again, that was in Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Okay. I'm mainly going to talk about his um, iteration of Majora's Mask. Okay. So there's a character that is um, very focused on his duty. He's always focused on his job, and uh -huh. literally, no matter what, he will be on time. Talking about, of course, the postman. God damn. He, okay. I find it incredible that they managed to give that character so... Um, Deep of a story, deep of a cut, 
And what happens with him in the end of the three days with him? Like, because as we said before, there's a lot of traumatic things that happen at the end of the third day. Don't go exploring. That is something that Majora's Mask does well. It squeezes a lot of stories into this game. It's interesting because it's not that it's... It's not that it's telling a story in the traditional way that Zelda would with exposition. Right. It is actively portraying a realistic kind of schedule for these people and the realistic consequences of being at that schedule. Right. And that in and of itself, you don't even need the exposition. Yeah. You can automatically relate because you know this guy is hell-bent. His one thing in life is the mail is on time. Right. People in this town love me because the mail is on time and I'm the fastest. And when the moon comes down, he's making this decision like, do I abandon who I am and run away? I mean, that's what I do. But ultimately, what will happen to the male? And he's so attached to that that he's just literally in his room, stuck there, and he won't leave until you talk to him. Like, unless you talk to him and tell him that he did a good job and that you'll take it over, he needs an excuse to leave. Otherwise, he feels like he's let everyone down. Right. In a Zelda, like, I'm not trying to say Zelda games don't have depth, but they did it in such a way that they didn't explain it to us. They didn't have the camera cut away and do a dramatic flashback. No, no, no. It was just him. You know what I mean? Right. And I just think that in and of itself is very emblematic of the kind of stories you see in Majora's Mask. Um, Also, he's an asshole in Ocarina of Time. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) I'm the fastest. I don't want to hear nothing of it. Anyway, that's my pick, Postman. So... You're going to notice that I happen to really like the Zora from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed. No one grins like Sidon, bucks up chins like Sidon. No one's got those incredible fins like Sidon. You're, it's either really tall or really small with you, huh? Yeah, it's one I, of the I two. Don't, I don't know what you're doing here. We established this in the car, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, size uh, differences. Hey, it's my tag search. It's but fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's true. It's where you get the bears. Uh, yeah, man. I think Sidon is awesome. I, I will say, I yes. shat on the game a lot. Sidon was okay. Oh, at he, least there's that. I did like him. He was not he was not a bad character. No, he's uh, he's very charismatic. He's fun. And I like that, like, so there's, like, all the, not all, but a lot of the other Zora are like, no, you, like, you're a piece of shit. You're a weird <laughs> land mammal. Yeah. Ugh. But Sidon is immediately like, nah, we're bros. I'm going to help. Like, he's, like, so, like, enthusiastic about being like, nah, I got your back, man. Like he's I there. I like the idea of someone else being heroic. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like someone else to keep that energy yeah. up for Link. And he's definitely there. Yeah, 100%. Like as soon as he knows what the situation is, he's like, ride or die. Let's go. Yeah, you can hop on my back. I'll swim you to the fucking, to the great beast. Let's do this oh, shit. I bet you want to jump on his back. Oh, dear. No, I know. And and you asked me earlier why I didn't want Daruk, by the way. Uh-huh. And I thought about like, why not? He's barely fucking in Breath of the Wild. He's only in flashbacks. Okay. I know. And then the other version Fair. they have of him is a giant baby boy, and I can't stand him. So, like, <laughs> you mean the new, uh, the new guy, the, the yeah. new champion? It won't stop whimpering. I couldn't stand it. So, Fair you know enough. what? Sidon's probably the best option out of all these all right, right now. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I, I, I like that, you know, he's, like, the closest thing you have to, like, a ride-or-die bro, like, right from the beginning. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And uh, I think that's cool. Yeah, I like that. My turn? And just in general, yeah. I like the Zora in Breath of the Wild. That's fair. I like their architecture. I like, you know, the little bit of culture you get out of them. Uh-huh. I liked all of it. So that's why both him and his sister were on my list. Okay. That's a really good one. 
Now, here's one that I'm kind of, I put this in here to see if you catch it. And it's going to be kind of small because there's really not much to say about him. But I love the fact that they did this. Do you know about Link the Goron? Yes. Link the fucking Goron. So this is a reoccurring character, both Ocarina of Time and Majora's yes. Mask, where apparently Darunia, like, I guess he hears from you or something. Oh, no. Uh, he you What was it again? You work with him as a kid, so he right. likes he likes your name so much that he names his son Correct. Link. So it's just kind of interesting that like, because again, Link is supposed to be like this fairy tale thing, or was that Ocar oh, Ocarina of Time didn't establish that yet? That was Wind Waker that yeah. did that. I was gonna say it was nice to have another character that had that name too, so that it was like it's a great hero that not only I was named after, right. there were other people named Link. But in that game, there was no established Hero of Time by that point. No, that's not true. The first Hero of Time is the one from Skyward Sword. So then there was still a legendary hero named yes. Link. Okay, so then my point still stands. Yeah, the, Even the one from Skyward Sword is, is the, the first. That's right. the, the legendary hero Link. Even though Darunia said, well, he was named after the hero Link. Well, I'll name him my yeah, son. exactly. I like that idea. That keeps that idea that Link is a name. Like so it's a name let's be thing. real here, though. Your uh -huh. favorite, It's not, this isn't your favorite character. This is your favorite concept. <laughs> that plus something else that happens in Majora. Which is? So he's in Majora's Mask. Okay. He's actually the, and I didn't, I totally forgot about this, but it's true. He's the guy when you go to the uh, cooking pot. Uh huh. Um, and and you're when uh you're you're doing the oh god damn it when you're getting a reservation at the hotel. Okay. And there's a Goron messenger who comes in on town. Yeah. And he's getting his reservation. He has the same name as you. He's Link the Goron in oh, that game, and that's, that's why you're cute. able to steal his reservation because he has the same name. That's. And then he's cute. forced to sleep outside. I didn't put that together. That's it, adorable. There's so many cool little connections. I, and that's all I got to say on Link the Goron. I dig that. I dig that a lot. It's I, neat. Yeah. All right. It's a neat I concept. That. Uh, okay. So you and I had... Oh, actually, no. Here's what I'll talk about. Okay. Uh, here's someone that despite what the pornographic community of the internet thinks... Oh, God, we're I here. I don't uh, have a romantic pairing with Link, but I like her nonetheless. That's Midna. Oh, yeah, no, I don't see that pairing at all either. Like, maybe but the internet Midna. fucking loves it, man. Maybe the other four Midna. I'll maybe, that. but still. Yeah. Uh, the other one might no. give a good handy. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. She's got the hair for it. All right, George. What? It's, just, it's an ability. Settle down, Bone King. I'm trying. King of Boners over here. Go ahead. Uh -huh. What about uh, Midna? But yeah, no, I, I, A, I don't know if you, like, I feel like she's the first successfully sassy character. She, mm, I don't know. I have to think about that. There have been some sassy characters in Zelda, especially Majora's Mask. It's going to give me a minute, but there are some. But she is one, yes. But I think she definitely, like... She's Sundere, though. That's the only one that's Sundere. She's what? Sundere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's Sundere that. Well. She's not yeah. just sassy. She's Sundere yeah, yeah, yeah. about she's it. Sundere. Yes. You're right. Oh, uh, what is Sundere? What? For, oh, God. I just realized not everyone knows what that is. Um, it's, a, it's an anime archetype of a female character who is often abrasive, but, strong headed. But that's her endearing but, personality but, trait? Well, it's not that that is her endearing personality trait, is that in spite of that, she is also often has a warm side or like. I, I think it's yeah. that. It's the contrast that presents. I think it can be boiled down to the phrase, it's not like I like you or anything. Right. Uh -huh. that, that is where that comes yeah. from. But yes. So it's that. that. It's you yes. have. So they present this obviously strong willed character. 
so that when they present moment of vulnerability, uh-huh. you can't help but be like, oh. <laughs> right, that's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, for a-, a, I think her character design is phenomenal. Uh-huh. I think Minna looks super cool. She's cool. You know she has a piece of Majora. Yeah. That's Nito. Uh-huh. And again, I like, you know, this kind of, I'm not going to call her a foil, but she's kind of a, you know, just a, a thorn in Link's side sometimes. And I think it's funny. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I just think it's kind of interesting because I have my next pick, if I may, if you're done with Minna. You may. Uh, this was what you should have picked instead of Sheik. Oh, okay. Uh, Impa. So I thought about this. Uh, hello? I know. Everything that you wanted out of Sheik, but it's not freaking Zelda. Like, Spoilers, George. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I played Melee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Impo is Zelda's caretaker. She taught her the yeah, Shikai moves, know, everything. I know, You're even, right. Even Breath of the Wild, she's a cool character. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? I should have ha- you're right. I should have put Impa's, her on the list instead. Impa's a great character, and basically everything you like about Sheik is because of Impa. And Impa is an, a character who's been reoccurring as Zelda's caretaker, even in the Link to the Past days. Yeah. She wasn't a ninja in that game, but I mean, hey, that was something Ocarina did for fun. Um, I have a lot of characters on my list, so I'm keeping them short and sweet. Okay. So Impa, I've got quite a few also. I do like the fact that Impa's always got a handful of nuts available. Whenever she needs to throw a Deku nut on the ground and tell and, and flashbang, she's got it. Yeah. Did you just miss my entire pun? Uh, handful no. of nuts. Uh huh. Okay. I got it, George. Okay. Then all right. I just, Relax, Bone King. <laughs> I just wasn't sure. All right. So uh, Impa, lover. I love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Impa. Uh, so remember how we were talking about sentient uh, vehicles? Sure. I also like sentient weapons. Oh, God. Or even sentient representations of weapons. Okay, you have a 50-50 shot of picking a character I'm okay with. Go it, ahead. Well, it's Fee. Yep, nope. Sweet miss. What's wrong with Fee? That's fine. It works for the list. Of course, I just did not like her. What? I... I don't know what to tell you. She never left me the fuck alone. And she was she's like Navi 2.0. And her character is she's a robot. I get it. Yes, but she's a robot that learns how to love, George. And oh boy, that's never been done before. <laughs> okay, look, we're really going to sit here and like rake Zelda over the coals for not using original concepts? Uh, no, but let, it's no near Automata, buddy. Oh, I'm boy. just saying it's no near automata. We're talking right. about robots. It didn't bore me out of my mind. Oh, um, oh, oh, that hurts. The soundtrack is so good. <laughs> no denying that. But anyway, this is off topic. Yes. Uh, so yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Fee is a character, a companion mm-hmm. from Skyward Sword that uh, is basically the embodiment of the Master's Sword. Mm-hmm. Or not the Master. it's the Goddess Sword in that game. Uh, I didn't get to Whatever. the end because I was uh, bored. But yeah, and it starts, she starts off as this very robotic, like she is pretty much a robot. Yes. Uh, But then by the end of the game, she kind of learns to emote and become more human, which I enjoyed. Okay. If Tell she's, me. all right. If she's learning how to love, she'll uh-huh. want possibly to have sex. Okay. All right. And as a sword, Link has to have sex with a sword. Sure. To have sex with a sword. <laughs> implication is you put it in the sheath yeah uh, <laughs> this is my right i don't know i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. i'm just saying that's a that's an intense setup you gotta uh-huh. train for that one link that's <laughs> takes a couple of times in the sacred realm wow go ahead sorry uh so no that that's it i just okay. want, i just again it's one of those things that i kind of just like the concept of the character that's fair i, I the kind same of thing. like you know the uh 
uh, it, I kind of just like the idea of this otherwise inanimate object having an intelligence beyond itself. That's fair. That's absolutely... Again, I think Zelda has such a great way of personifying things uh-huh. in, in such a unique way that it's memorable. Like, you yeah. remember NPCs in Zelda because sure. they have a specific noise or a specific way of talking or a way they look. I, I think it's very well done in that regard. Yeah. Uh, characterization. So, um... My next pick on the Majora's Mask Hour uh-huh. um, is, uh, you know, I'll say this one now. Fuck it. Get it out of the way. Anju, uh, and by extension, Kafei. Okay. Kafei, Kafei, Kafei. Kafei? Kafei, Um, But Anju, she's an Ocarina of Time, but all she really does is lose her chickens, and that's really the majority of her character in that uh-huh. one. Uh, she gets goosebumps if you touch them, so don't. Um, but that... That's the thing in Ocarina. But in Majora's Mask, they decided to give this character such a nuanced, like... I, I In that side quest, they literally gave them cutscenes. They gave... Um, there were multiple characters, all with their own kind of viewpoints that would change as the quest line progressed. And there was such depth in these minor characters that it went from just a fetch quest to genuinely convincing people and stuff like that. And Anju, in particular, was such a, a, I don't even know how to put this, um, not relatable, but an endearing character, because you got that she worked day and night at the Stockpot Inn, right? And she was there, and, and it's not, even better, it's not even like the game just says that she works day and night. Right. You can physically yeah. see that she works day and night because of the time, the three-day system. So, like... To to finish her quest line, she wants the best for her mom. She's just trying to find her husband who just went missing all of a sudden. And the wedding of that, the, the main ending part of that quest line is, yeah. is very, very fucking endearing. Because, again, at the end of the three days, I said the wedding, but you know what? We'll do this first. At the end of the three days, having that lover's embrace just before, you know, is, is just very... You know. It's very grim. And, and I just think that... that that personification, that sort of dramatic, traumatic, hashtag dramatic, traumatic um, <laughs> situation where it leaves Link to feel so story. Trauma, drama. Trauma, <laughs> drama. I, I'm just saying, like, I, whenever I picture Link from Majora's Mask, I imagine uh-huh, this uh-huh. this little kid running around who's, like, wise beyond his years from just witnessing all these people's lives mm-hmm. kind of winding down and panicking, and he just lives with that trauma behind this just stoic face. And that, that's how I imagine it. And I think what contributes to that would be Andrew and Kefi's story. Very good uh, side quest. Possibly the best one in any Zelda game. Uh, not to do, but to see. Does oh, that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get you. It's kind of annoying to do, though. So I don't know if I'm stealing one from you here. That's fine. But, Please uh, do. I mean, we can't talk about Majora's Mask without talking about the Happy Mask Salesman. Thank you. <laughs> like, come on, man. He's like... Fuck the story. He's the driving force of the game, man. I was wondering if I should say him because, like, he's so obvious. But you're but right. Yes, no, absolutely. like, he's such a, for A, he's such a cool character. Mm-hmm. And B, what he provides to the game is arguably the coolest part of the game. I have so many things to say about the mask salesman. Tell me, George. There are so many references on him. On his back, he's got the Mario mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah, cool. Yeah. Am I... Yeah, he's a walking Easter egg. His facial expression. Is he trying to look like someone? 
Like who? I always thought that he was trying to look like Miyamoto when he does his happy face. Oh, you think so? I that was my implication, but I, I was never sure. And he has the Mario mask, so I was like, yeah. uh, maybe. I don't know. But there's something else about him. He's Tell very me. mysterious throughout yes. the, the entire game, and he's prone to go into fits of. I know I'm stealing this from you. I'm so no, sorry. No, it's okay, man. Go. Uh, but did you notice the children on the moon have his hair and ears? Huh. No one else talks about this, and I don't know if I'm the only fucker who ever bothered looking at the moon children, but no. behind their mask, it, it's basically the head model of the happy mask salesman. It is. I will show oh. you. It's fucking, and then it makes me think like, wait a minute. If they're happy masks, yeah, I'm doing. Look, you know that meme now from uh from it's always funny in Philadelphia with like the the the, the math, the, yeah, no, yeah, with the strings connecting. Yeah, all, yeah. yeah the, uh, that's what's happening in my brain right now. I'm like, but huh. it goes even further because remember what you have to do for the mask children. You give them your masks uh-huh. so that they can be mask salesmen. They, they get more than one. You give them a bunch at a yeah. time. So it just, I wonder if there's some other fucking layer to this character that no one's talking about. That's actually pretty cool. No one's talked about it. So I don't know if I'm just crazy or something, but I will show you they have the exact that. same model. But yeah, so just to summarize. To summarize yeah, uh, sorry, that was a whole thing. No, tangent. it's okay. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I like just A, the air of mystery he has. Oh. And it's undeniably such he he is the art the the harbinger of this dope ass mechanic that needs to come back in the Zelda game. They've they've never ever I feel like replicated that level of you don't know what the fuck yeah. he's gonna do. You don't know what his person how he's gonna react to things or whatever. Yeah, they've never had that character kind of again. I agree. Who's that? No, I'm wrong. Sort of Giram and Skyward Sword. I will say he kind of has fits where he randomly gets into tirades, but I wouldn't say it's as well done as Majora. Okay. But that's, hey, I'm giving Skyward Sword something. Fair enough. Okay. All right, who do you got? All right, next up on my list. So everyone, again, <laughs> Majora's Mask Hour, um, everyone loves to bitch about Navi. Uh-huh. And it makes sense. Oh, fuck. I, and it makes sense. And how do you, oh, wow, we're wrong. Midna was not the first Sundere. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, shit. You, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, Jesus. Tattle from Majora's Mask. Fucking A. Which was essentially Nintendo's attempt to, like, fix Navi. Yeah. And make her more, like, instead of just useless knowledge that's bothering you every five seconds, it's now bullying you every yeah, five seconds. Yeah, exactly. So I could take that. At least that's a personality. You know what I mean? And, and Tattle was an interesting force because, like, She's guiding Link without explicitly saying what to right. do. And that was, again, you're taking the Navi character and doing something interesting with it. And she, fuck it, they gave her a purpose. What's Navi's purpose in Ocarina of Time? To tell you to listen? And, and that's <laughs> it. Just be with Link and that's yeah. it. And then she fucks off. Yeah, I get you. Tattle's looking for her brother, Tail. Yeah. Tattle, Tail. I know. And, and it fits in with Skull Kid's backstory. Absolutely. And, Best best iteration of a fairy pro tag, okay. which they haven't done a lot of. <laughs> so, sure. So that's it. Tattle for me. So it's funny because you just brought him up, but let's talk about Giram. I'm okay with Giram. You remember I said 50-50 yes, shot? Yes. I like Giram. He's okay. Uh, But uh, I've talked about this on previous episodes. I like the archetype of like kind of overly flamboyant, like charismatic dude. Okay, but there's a difference here because there is that charismatic suave type, uh-huh. and then there's the charismatic flamboyant type. There's but sometimes two di- they're both. I would say Giram falls more on the flamboyant side. 
Okay. Not to say that that's... I'm not saying it's a bad thing, of course. I'm just saying he's much more about the show of yeah. it as opposed to the sleaze of it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. At least that. that's... Maybe that's how I'm describing But he's still inevitably charismatic. Sure. I mean, yeah. Almost uh, any fucking Zelda villain for the most part. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. Uh, but I enjoy that archetype. And he's like very much the Zelda version of that archetype. Yes. He's very, hello. Like he's very... Uh, <laughs> Did you see my tongue action link? Allow me to do it for the camera. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall and fucking looks at you. I know. It's very sensual. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, he, those were I'm the best parts of the game. I'm because I just had to watch you do it. Okay? And that's now an image I have I in my I just brain. had to elongate my tongue because he, he got a thing and it's like, ugh, fly. That's great for podcasting. I'm just, I think it helps. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, I also think he's got a really cool character design. Yeah, I'll, I I really like the way he looks. He's very emo. So no, I I'm, you got a problem I'm, with that? You no. were just listening to fucking whoa whoa. Did uh, I my say? Chemical Romance did in the I car. say I had a problem with it? I'm All merely right. saying the design point. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't like anything else I can say about him that I really like is a little spoilery. I know it's an old game at this yeah, point, yeah, but still, that is a major part towards the end, right? Yeah, but yeah. Th there is one thing I really really like that is a major part at the end of the story. That I think is very cool. I could say, can I say that he inadvertently? No, no, I can't. Just kidding. no, you can't. Nope. I started saying it, and I went, nope, uh -huh. nope, nope. That's uh, not good. But he's got a really cool. I don't even know if it's a twist. Epilogue. Yeah, he's yeah. got a really cool. He's got something. a cool epilogue at the yeah. end. Uh, so if you haven't played it, check it out. Who do you got? Now you want me to? T I want to talk about that thing. Uh huh. Because no one talks about that, that thing. That thing. That, that thing. That thing. All right, go ahead. <laughs> all right, anyway, moving on. So um, I wanted to get all of the, the deep stories that I liked so much out of the way. So before I start getting into the big hitters, um, I'm going to go ahead and bring up this character. Do you remember Pamela from Majora's Mask? No. You will remember her when I describe her scenario. Okay. So there's this little girl who yes. lives in Ikana Canyon. Okay. Um, she lives there with her father. Oh. Uh, and then it all came flooding back, didn't uh -huh. it? Uh-huh. Good fucking character, absolutely. Like Arkin story. Yeah, right? no, that that. So, so we we've talked we talked about this when we talked about uh, Majora's Mask. Yes, is that Majora's Mask does such a good job uh -huh. at making you feel like the world doesn't revolve around you. Oh God, I I just remember what happens at the end of the third I know. day there. But go but ahead, hang continue. continue yeah. I'm just saying that it does such a good job at making it feel like the world exists outside of you, mm -hmm. which is a great feeling in a game like this. Right. And that's one of those things, man. It it just people have lives. Even out of clock clocktown. Yeah. Like e even outside in these other areas, people are living their lives yep. each minute at a time. So just to explain, she's this little girl living with her father in a music box house in Econa Canyon. The music box house plays music to keep the zombies away. Right. Because Econa Canyon is filled with fucking zombies. Correct. I don't know why they still live in Econa Canyon when it's filled with fucking zombies, but they still do. Why do people live in the tornado belt? Because you can actively get around a tornado. It doesn't happen every five and seconds. you can play music and actively get around zombies. But you have to have it 24-7. <laughs> uh, in any case, so the music box stops playing, and you go yep. in there to figure out what's going on. So you find that her father has become mummified... Yeah. And in this game, mummies are zombies. It's it's weird in Majora's Mask. So she, he's like half zombie, and she's keeping him in the basement and keeping him alive 
so that she doesn't have to, like, to kill her father. Right. And so, like, in a Zelda game, uh-huh. fucking, and then, and, like, basically, you go through this whole ordeal talking to the Gibdos, who are the zombies, mummies, whatever, Um, and, and you'd go through this whole nine yards to get the Song of Healing to cure her father, and that's the side quest, right? And you reunite the two, and then you get the music box playing again, and then yep. the zombies stay away. And that's a great story, but if you don't fucking take care of that... The door doesn't open, and you only assume that girl is dead. Yep. So, Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. I bring up Pamela because it's another instance, as you said, of the world living outside of your general fucking perspective. Yep. What you see at that moment. And that always just stuck with me. Yeah. That there's this little girl trying to keep her father, like, not sane because she doesn't understand it all that well it's a fucking walking dead plot randomly thrown in this fucking majority it's intense it's dope i i I think it's great and and no one will ever talk about her in any other list so you know what here it is i appreciate that pamela and her father i guess and her father (laughs) and her father uh so i have another small character right i want to talk about okay uh and this character so i was a beetle was originally on my list Thank you. Uh, so here's the thing. I like bugs. Okay. I, I enjoy bugs a lot. I know exactly so, where this is going. So typically, any char- I usually like any other character that also likes bugs. And whereas I like... What is wrong with you? I, it's nothing. I think she's really interesting. Okay. Go ahead. So my character is Agatha. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, yes. That's what I thought. Okay. Go ahead. She holds fancy balls for bugs. Sure. I think it's cute. <laughs> it's cool that she's a playable character in High Warriors. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Neat. that's cool. I'll uh, definitely admit. But yeah, I think it's just fucking adorable. I like like how passionate she is about bugs. A little too passionate, some would say. You're gross. I'm, I'm not literally saying she's fucking the bugs. I'm just saying she is so enamored with them. And and it, you know what? To she's be the fair, princess of bugs. They do. <laughs> Great. They they do this. And by the way, that's a, something you don't want to search online. Um, what? Princess of Bugs? <laughs> don't You're say so it again. Gross. You're anyway, so gross, anyway um, uh-huh. this is a thing that happens in Zelda a lot where there's a character, they have a specific obsession and they roll with it. Yeah. Tingle fairies. Right. So, like, I, I get it. Maybe I'm not, I didn't like this specific iteration, but th- it's that. Yeah. So, again, 100%. so I, I just like, because, like, Beetle is just kind of like, give me bugs. He's like a bug. But, yeah. But she's like, I'm going to hold fancy events for bugs. Like, mm. she's, she's she takes it to a whole other level. And I think it's cool. I, I hope the bugs adorable. are okay with it. Like, I I instantly wanted to adopt her. Like, I wanted. Adopt her? Jesus yeah. Christ. Is she a kid? I thought she was an adult. I don't think so. I have no idea in that game. I don't know. She dresses. She's she's that's she's wait. lowly as fuck. Yes, she's that's what in, I was like, saying. In gothic Lolita clothing. She has the whole dress. Plus, it isn't that the same game with what's his face, the baby who talks like an adult anyway. Oh yeah. Who has the shop? Yes. Mildo Mido. I, I don't know. But th- that game is very Mido? confusing. I don't remember. In any case, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I I like Agatha. I think she's adorable. She's all right. She's all right. I, I, I'm glad you brought her here because I definitely wouldn't have. Uh-huh. My turn? Yep. Okay, so here we go. Uh, my next pick has been in almost every Zelda game. Okay. All right, and I, I'm very <laughs> frightened if I can do this, but... <laughs> the Great Fairy. Okay. I was, I, I was as close as I could get oh, with that. That's pretty good. She fucking, You know like, what you don't? You don't have enough bass. No. Like, <laughs> she's like... <laughs> <laughs> 
I dude, there's a lot of airflow in I that know, fucking dude. laugh. I don't know how she's she got does like it. that opera singer laugh, is what it is. Yeah, kinda. It's, yeah. Each one is like a no. I tried doing I it there, but it was fucking tough. I felt uh, like my yeah, lungs I'm here collapsing. For it. But I, I specifically, and each game has their own versions. Uh-huh. What, what, what? Well, I, you know, just thinking about, like, the sexual connotations of certain things. What? In Breath of the Wild, she straight up grabs you. Right. Takes you into her flower. Pulls you and under. And then you, uh, you... You get stronger. At some... Your clothes get harder. What is there not to understand? <laughs> I don't understand what your problem is. At some <laughs> indeterminate amount of time what later. Is so, what is so sexual no. about that? I don't understand. Right, uh-huh. I don't Look, there's two schools of thought on that. Uh-huh. And I don't... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, Link almost dies by Snoo Snoo. That's all I'm saying. Look, there's a lot of characters that uh-huh. will give Link Snoo Snoo. Almost every NPC on this list, really. Um, but in any case, I think every iteration of the Great Fairy has been pretty stellar. No, yeah. There hasn't all been, been a bad they, one. They've undeniably been if nothing else, interesting. Unique in their own regard. Yeah, 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 for sure. I like Ocarina, maybe nostalgia because I grew up with it. Yeah. It feels so much more of a, like, I, burlesque show lady. She's yeah. much more showy and Absolutely. laughy. And she's more loungy. There's a Japanese Very archetype. Very theatrical. There's a Japanese archetype of, of, I don't know what it's called, but it's the elegant woman yeah. archetype where usually They're usually heavier boobs. set. Yeah, usually yes. have giant boobs because that's pumpkins at some point. Sure. But like, it's there's that archetype they laugh behind their hand. Yes. <laughs> that archetype. Oh works. my. Like, yeah. very like... There's got to be a name for it. I know someone's going to say it. I'm sure. But like, in Ocarina, they had that and it worked really well for the Great yeah. Fairy. And Majora's Mask, they even show her teaching Link in a training session in yeah. the beta footage that never made it in the game. It's really interesting. That's there cool. was going to be more of that. And then you move on to Wind Waker, where it's more of a traditional fairy. And then there's the Queen of the Fairies, which yep. is a whole other thing. And then fucking Breath of the Wild, it's some other lady who's like really cool. She's a heavier some set. other lady. She's a heavier set lady who's a brand new design. Yep. I like that it's it's not the same thing as last yep. time. And the whole flower mechanic, that's brand new. Yep. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. And, it's yeah, interesting. Breath of the Wild, you have well heavier ladies. Uh huh. Because they are different ladies. Yes, okay. as they are with the other yeah, ladies they too. Are. Yes. But yeah, I, I like I kind of like because yeah, in like uh, Ocarina of Time, there she's 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 kind of almost sexy. Like in her, like she is wearing Poison Ivy's outfit yeah, from exactly. like Batman yeah, and Robin, right. like straight but up. But meanwhile, not to say that you know the heavier uh, Great Fairy isn't sexy, oh. but it's less of a thing. She like, le- but I like how like when you talk to her, she like leans into you. That's and what has- I was gonna say. I think she actually poses better oh, in yeah. terms of sexual. Well, that posing. might be technological advancements. But, but that sure. that is something we are able to do now. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, like when Link talks to her, she like puts her her chin on her, you know, on her the uh-huh. palms, like leans into you. Akrina does have one of those, but she's floating, and it's less of a less um. How can I say this? Jiggle physics. Sure. Um, <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. It's it, it, but because of technology, it's just so much more dynamic in Breath of the Wild. Right. You right. Know, she comes up out of the fucking flower with her fucking twirl, and then comes in and like leans on. You know, like all that is very dynamic. And she's so, she's very much a showwoman. Yeah, yeah. I for love sure. it. Love it. Love it. Okay. All right. So, remember how I was talking about how like. You know, how, despite the internet, like, clearly, like, wants to ship Zelda and Link. I don't think it's there. Uh-huh. How about we talk about someone who clearly cares for Link? Saria. Uh, 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 what? I like it. I, I mean, but 
It's something about the kids. Why? Well, she's always a kid, and that's not a romance we can last, because he's a Hylian. He's going to become an adult, and then that's not going to work. I thought she was Hylian, too. Saria is very is much a corkery. Is she? She's an elf in the fucking forest. <laughs> oh, that's she's right. actually way... <clears throat> it's actually implied that she helped raise Link because uh -uh. she's that old. Yes. So that's why she cares. Like in a maternal, we're having the MGS3 conversation again, aren't we? <laughs> we're having the fucking boss conversation again, aren't we? Son of a bitch. All right, but no, I'm pretty sure that's the, uh, I don't know if that's true, the raising part, but I know for a fact she is a corkery. That's why she has a fairy from the beginning and no one bothers her about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, she is a kokiri. Yeah, I'm telling you. So she she can't grow up. There's no romance there. I'm sorry, unless unless he stays as a kid forever, which is all sorts of traumatic and weird. I mean, it's just as traumatic as her staying as a kid. I don't know. First Mifa, now Saria. I all don't right, like where bro. this is going. I just like that she actually cares. So send all your lolly pics uh, no, over to Doctor. Please, Rod. please don't do that. I will actually block you. As you should. <laughs> I will literally block you if you send me anything, Lolly. Really, really, really. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, but just make sure it's Mifa or, uh, or Saria first. That, that, oh, that's my the God. Rock. No, man. I just... Okay, I, to get it back to topic, Saria is a great character, though. I'm okay, not going to take away from that. Forget the romance. I'm not actually suggesting that the romance is why I like her. Uh -huh. I'm just saying that compared to Zelda, she clearly cares more. Like, she has more of a passing interest. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because Zelda barely gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, and 100%. I like that. I like... And you know what? Maybe it is maternal, but that's fine. I like that she... Like, em not embraces. I don't know. I like accepts that she... Link? Accepts Link? Accepts yeah. Link and, like, I don't know, like, cares for him in a way that goes beyond, like, thank you. Like, uh -huh. Yeah, no. Because that's the extent of, like, Zelda's, like... You know how much she cares about Link is thanks. You Stay by my side. Cool. You completed the quest. Yeah. Good job. Sorry is like, let's hang out and be neighbors. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, so that's why I like Saria. I think she's cool. Okay. I mean, I she's don't. She's cool peeps. I'm gonna say her really quick because she's not on my list. Okay. But since we're bringing up love interests, I guess. Okay. Like there is a character who actively shows interest in Link, but never gets that reciprocated, and it's neither Saria or Zelda. Okay. It's Romani. Okay. She does, and she genuinely likes Link in both child form and adult form. Yeah. She likes him in both timelines. So I always thought that was, like, more of the make sense option, although I guess the faded option is, of course, Ganondorf. Um, but <laughs> I'm just saying, Romani's cool. But here's my uh, my pick, by the way. I think, um, I think I'm pretty much – I got two more. Okay. And that's it? Okay. Okay. So – uh, last, uh, second to last one. Here we go. So I hope I pronounce this correctly. Koume and Kotake. Um, there's some characters in that game where you, you don't even know their names until someone goes, oh, that person. That's right. Okay. The two witches, Twin Rova, the boss in Ocarina. Oh, okay. They're bosses in Ocarina. And that's why they wouldn't fit for this list right now, supporting characters in Ocarina. But in Majora's Mask, they run a potion shop in the swamp. Do you remember? Yep. Yeah, and then you have to go save one of them in the forest because the monkeys lead you on the way as if it was the the Lost Woods. It even uses the same song, Saria's song. 
Um, oh yeah. And, and it's it's again taking a character and doing something interesting, much like Tingle in that regard, where you had one note and then you expanded upon it. Like yeah, these witches they got defeated, and yeah they may have gone to heaven, but they got better, and now they're here selling potions in the swamp. You know what I mean? Right. And I just think it's really cute how they care for each other. And it's another example of the kind of people you'd meet in everyday life. That Majora's Mask is just fucking full of. It's not just Farmer A and Farmer B and Songstress B. These feel like real fucking people. <sighs> God, I'm going to replay Majora's Mask after this. I'm just saying. It's I just want to. Um, do you have any others? Uh, So I have a, another minor, minor character. That's fair. Uh, just, uh, okay, so this is actually a romance option. As a matter of fact, I have a whole story written. For, oh my god. For a D&D campaign. Oh, I was about to say, like, you gotta give Not us the fanfiction.net fan profile. No, for a D&D campaign. Square Enix uh, is already writing their story up in there uh, right now. Uh, <laughs> so, very minor character, uh-huh. but in Hateno Village in Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. But, what is wrong with you? No, he's... Mm. You're making faces. No, I, I didn't want it to be called no, attention to. You have to. You said a very minor character, and you've already had two. <laughs> two what? Minors. But, um... Tss. Oh. Uh... You're gross. <laughs> I hate you so much. I really don't like this. <laughs> you're the one who started no, it with the 400-year-old no. dragon spirits. You did this. Yeah. Japan did this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even put this on me. Japan Any did this. Way. <laughs> Go ahead. Huh. So, um So in Hateno Village, uh-huh. there is a character who is helping you rediscover your memories. Okay. Her name's Impa. She's the old lady like the the I already said him. I know, yeah, I know yeah. but I, I don't think it's supposed to be the same person because that's weird. It, or maybe it is. It is. Is it? I, it's supposed to be like another iteration. Or this, is it her? Impa's the fifth Triforce. If Epona's the fourth, <laughs> Impa's the fifth. There are people who keep reoccurring Quinn in time. Force. The Quinn Force. I'm telling you. Uh, no, but I mean, to be fair, though, when we see her, your Impa, she's like a young lady or younger. And by the time she's in Breath of the Wild, she's like, all shriveled up and old. But but it's wrong because Hyrule Age of Calamity says that she's this other lady a thousand oh. years ago who's younger. Oh. I, it's not. It's, yeah, just, it's right. a anyway, completely different uh, So person. the point is there's this yeah, lady yeah. in the village named Impa uh-huh. who helps you rediscover your memories. Uh, the entire time you're doing that, she has a granddaughter that runs around the base that gets all shy and embarrassed whenever you get close. Aww. And whenever you talk to her, and she never actually says a word, but her grandmother kind of implies that she's in love with you. Okay. Her name's her name's Pura. Uh huh. And I think she's really cute. That's and fair. And she's a grown ass woman, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. I'm glad. I'm very happy to uh-huh. hear that. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of had this idea for my D and D campaign, uh-huh. where like I I imagined like the uh like the way the Zora celebrate like what Link did for the world. Sure. Was they actually erect a statue of him and Mifa together? That assumes they'd be grateful. This elitist I, think, fucks. I think at this point they would be. <laughs> These elitist fucks. Uh, so they assume, like, they're projecting the message that, like, Link and Mifa are, like, true love. Right, right. But then I assume the rest of the world at this point even assumes that it's Link and Zelda. Uh-huh. But I, I had this idea of the truth actually being that Link settles down with this quiet life mm. with Pura. 
just by himself in Hiteno Village, just by like not being a hero anymore. When the actual truth is Link is with all of them. Because <laughs> he's, he's a whore. And he has the Ocarina of Time and he oh can do all God. sorts of shenanigans. Uh, well, excuse me, princess. But yeah, so, uh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I kind of so in my version of the of of in my D and D campaign, I plan to have players run into uh, the descendant of Link in Hateno Village. Cool, which would have been his and her daughter. That's fun. That's some fun OC. Neat. Yeah. What what is his uh, what his or her name? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Linkle, obviously. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, so uh, that's a good pick, though. Yeah. They've done that archetype a few times, though. I well, try to archetype? think the the shy character yeah, yeah, yeah. that runs away. I'm I cannot for the life of me remember because I know there's one in Majora's Mask, but I can't remember who it was. So that's gonna bother me. But it's it's always cute when they do that. Yeah. Link Link has a couple crushes. Um, all right, so... So how many more did you have? Two? Okay, I have two more. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so let's make this fast. <laughs> so uh, this next character... Um, all right, so uh, you know what? We'll, we'll do this one. Okay, <clears throat> so this is one of the characters in Majora's Mask, of course. Um, yes. Where you receive uh, something from him. I'll just... An STD. Oh, God, I hope not. Oh, oh baby! baby! Yay! Wow. I'm gonna go go with, ahead, George. I'm gonna go with Mikau. From, uh-huh. from a Majora's Mask, you get the Zora Mask from him, not an STD. Did you pick a single character that wasn't a Majora's Mask character? Yes. Which one? Um. Um. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Impa? Uh-huh. Impa's not in Majora's Mask. Uh, did you actually pick Impa? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you I did. did. Fuck you. Yeah, All I did. right. Fine. Uh, wow, I really did pick a lot from Majora's uh-huh. Mask. But no, some of these characters, Dampy was in Ocarina of Time okay. a lot too. Great fairies in all the games. Uh-huh. Shut you, shushes you. In any case, uh, I'm gonna go with Mikau. Yeah. Um, I think again though, I, I always say that Legend of Zelda has the best sound effects for characters. You okay. never, I don't think I ever need voice acting in a Zelda game. I know Breath of the Wild does this, uh-huh. but I never needed it. Whenever I, like I it. played Zelda, okay, it's not a bad enough. thing. I'm just saying, like they did such a good job going, oh, ha ha ha, oh, just yeah. weird sound effects that you already got the idea of what they would sound yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. So I never needed that, and I feel like Mikau is such a great example of a sound effect. You know what I mean? That when you, he's not a sound effect. He has a very sorrowful tale of him missing the fish eggs, but it's all kind of distracting when he goes, <laughs> oh, yay. Baby, it's best so good that I have it as sound effects on my stream. That's great. So I, I love it to death. So and also I've never seen in any other medium where someone who's on their deathbed is like, let me tell you what happened, and then whips out a guitar and starts singing. <laughs> They're like, I was fucking killed. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Mikhail. I dig it. There you go, Mikhail. Your turn. Okay. Uh, cause I clearly need to get far away from this lolly shit that you're you... the one who does no, this. You did this. You keep bringing them in. So uh-huh. this is not my OTP with Link. Okay. Because I think Link can't handle her. Ooh, this is good. Okay. I, however, would like to give it a shot. <laughs> I'd like to put myself in the running. Uh huh. Okay. It's Urbosa from Breath of the She's Wild. She's great. Oh, fuck, I, man. I know I said Sidon was the only... No, actually, you know what? She's really she's fucking good. She's phenomenal. Yes, she's fantastic. Like, A, like I like her relationship with Link uh-huh. in the flashbacks because mm-hmm. she clearly served like a big sister role to him. Yes. Which I think is really nice. It's nice to see Link have someone he can like... 
depend on and lean on. And a Gerudo that's not fucking evil for fucking ones? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there are good Gerudo, but yeah. they've always been like a, 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 an antagonist force in a Almost. way. Almost. Yeah. Or at the very least, kind of shady. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but the Gerudo, I like the way the Gerudo were handled in Breath of the Wild. Yes. Uh, I like... I, honestly, there's so many cool little side plots uh-huh. in uh, in Gerudo in that are fucking funny as shit to me. Uh-huh. Like uh, when you walk into the classes of them learning how to seduce like human men. What? It's, yeah. I totally missed that. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Because, you know, they can only, there's no men. So they have to go out no, yeah. and, and mate with humans. Uh, but like they had, there's a whole thing where you can walk into a classroom where they're teaching them how to flirt with human men. And there's one girl who's like what? really bad at it. And you keep walking in on her practicing with like a dummy. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really funny, but that's not related to Urbosa at all. Cause she doesn't need any of that shit. Yeah. Cause she's charismatic as fuck. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, Urbosa's got like big snoo snoo energy and I'm here for it. Uh, you know, ever since Dumitresca is a thing, I can't stand it now. Snoo Snoo is now a, nope. a thing. It, it goes beyond being a Futurama reference anymore. No, I'm here for it Fucking still. Fucking hell. All uh, right, that's, that's fair. That's the reason I'm buying Resi 8 on day one. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Also, Umbasa. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Her name is not Umbasa. That's <laughs> fucking Dark Souls. Umbasa's Dark Souls. Urbosa. Urbosa. She's fantastic. Very unfortunate amiibo. Why? Have you seen her amiibo? No. Instead of just having her standing still, yeah. Just like for some of them, they have these clear pillars that oh. keep them in state. It's yeah. literally right just up there, right in the gooch. right up there, and it's under her skirt. So it's like, what are you Got doing, it. guys? What are you doing? Damn. Yeah, pretty rough. Uh, but she's but a yeah, great character. I like, I like, uh, I like the way Urbosa like reveres Link. Uh huh. Like she cares for him, but she also respects him. Yeah. And I like that. In and a I like, strong warrior sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that a lot. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like, you know, like the kind of hero she is for her people. I like all of it. I think she was a really cool. She's probably my favorite other than Mifa for other reasons. But like in terms of like as far as warriors, she's my favorite of the champions. Okay. The, I, I would agree with that sentiment as well. I like her more than Sidon for sure. Yeah. But he's not technically. Well, he's one of the new champions, technically. Oh, that's oh god, generations. Uh, this is, I don't even. I don't think I like anyone on the new generations. You don't Sidon. Oh, he's yeah. Yeah, okay. he's he's the Who new champion. It? Oh, not Mifa. Oh, okay, you're so right. Mifa yeah. was the previous. Mifa's the Mifa's so Sidon, one of the original champions. Sidon new. Yeah. Umbasa. Yeah. <laughs> Old. All right, Got it. I dig it. All right, I could do that. All right, that's All right. a cool one. Uh, do you have one more? I have one more. It's a final so one. Um, so it's not necessarily a huge character. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to forget one. As soon as we finish recording, I'm going to be like, son of a bitch. Why didn't I bring up this character whom I love so much? Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and bring up Salvador from Wind Waker. Okay. Uh, I could have brought up the, the sculptor guy from Wind Waker. Which one's Salvador? Then I get to meet Salvador. Yeah. So Salvador is the guy, and I showed you a video of him before we recorded. He's the guy who runs a, a mini game shop. Yes, 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 yes. And I think he's just so hilarious to me. He's so hilarious to me because he's he's emblematic of mini games in Zelda, but if you actually had a part-time guy doing it. 
So when you first see him, oh yeah, like he's very much like, oh, what do you want? Oh, you want to play the game or what? Okay, yeah, let's get started. <clears throat> and he pulls out like a painting and he puts it over his head and he acts as individual characters with different paintings. Oh, there she blows. We have to defeat the the squids oh, in the ocean. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> exactly. It was a painting just like that. So like you see him putting on characters and he's doing every single person in this narrative. And again, great characterization in Wind Waker. And then when you're actually playing the mini game, he goes it goes a step further where he's actually voice acting the sound effects. So when you shoot a cannon and hit something, he goes kaboom. And then when you hit a nothing, he goes splish. Yeah. And I just it cracks me the fuck up every time to hear him talk. You should definitely have sploosh as a sound effect. Oh, I'm going stream. to. Trust me, that the audience will have heard it. <laughs> but like Again, I, I pick this character in here because I really want to stress the fact that Zelda had such great personifications of random throwaway characters yeah, for sure. that a random sound effect was all the like voice acting you needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really dug that. So I'm gonna go ahead and end it weirdly with Salvador. Okay. Um, from Wind Waker. If I think of any more, I'll be glad to interrupt you. No worries. All right. Uh, so, you. Might try to stop me from doing this. Oh God! But I'm not. I'm not letting it. I'm not letting you. Oh, my you, pick is Calamity Ganon. You stopped me from saying Sheik. Uh huh. Fine. I am not letting you stop me from saying Skull Kid. Uh, no. Uh, Fuck you, George. Uh, he literally only shows up in the one fucking game. And and he's okay. The problem is the problem is yes. He serves the main antagonist force of the game. Right. I get it. But it's not. I get what you're saying. It's not him though. It's, it's Majora. the mask. It's Majora who's really the antagonist. However, yes, he is still uh, in the beginning parts of the game. It is Majora who's giving him the impulses, but it's still his impulses. Yeah. He's still the one fucking everyone over. And like the the pranks he plays on people yeah. are pranks and not just straight up death that right. Majora would want to do. You know what I mean? So in a way, I feel like Skull Kid is an antagonist, and that's why I, I like know, him man. so much as a as a um fuck sympathetic antagonist because of that. Sure, because it really isn't his will; it's being manifested in a way that's twisted. But here's the thing: oh, this is a 50-50 shot, bro. I don't so know. So here's the thing too, though, <laughs> is that so? Let's let's say uh -huh. just for a moment. That the character isn't even actually Skull Kid. It's actually Majora manifested through this person. Okay. Even through that, we still get characterization from Skull Kid because of that. I guess, but the characterizations we got of Skull Kid outside yes. of Majora... Right. I never got... I, it's weird that I was not as sympathetic with Skull Kid. Maybe this is my own personal bias. I was not as sympathetic with oh, Skull see, Kid I himself. Was. I was. I get it. Like, I think that's also because there's... I have this weird, like, phobia. Uh-huh. Of... Abandonment issues? No. Because <laughs> that's a huge thing uh, in his story. Yes, actually. <laughs> uh, no. I have... Even though I know, it, like, it's not possible because in the real world, you're responsible for your own actions. Uh -huh. um, okay. I, I have a phobia of hurting people and not being in control of it. Like, like, I just, that you do realize that's going to happen regardless. What do you mean? Like in un, unintentionally hurting no, no, someone no. is going no, to no, no. happen. I don't mean unintentionally the fear hurting is someone. real forever. No, no, no. <laughs> like, look, I know this is stupid because it's fictional, uh -huh. but I'm talking about like, 
your body is possessed and you're forced to watch. Oh, doing things against your will. Yes. Okay, yes. Like, that is, like, a terrifying concept to me. Sure. Like, it's one thing if, like, a spirit takes over a body and that person's not conscious anymore. Uh-huh. But, like, if you have to watch yourself do these things, that's terrifying to me. Like, that scares me to my core. Uh, and that is effectively what is happening to Skull Kid in mm -hmm. some way. No, very true. So, it And that's why I'm a little simp I'm more sympathetic to him. And that's why I enjoy him so much as a villain. Because, A, you have the facade of him, uh -huh. which is clearly this dark, malevolent force. Uh -huh. But then you also have the truth of him. Which is tragic. But this is why Skull Kid is such a fucking genius character. Because instead of like, oh, I put the mask on, I'm evil now. Right. It's a gradual yes. process where really he doesn't even notice a difference. Uh -huh. And then over time, his impulses get a yeah. little bit more dramatic. It's You know what it fucking is? It's the symbiote. Yeah. It, it, the mask is symbiote. a symbiote. Symbiote. Symbiototote. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Where uh, it's, well, it's... at least you said it better. I don't know if you remember, but in the original Venom trailer, uh -huh. they pronounce it symbiote, symbiote, and the internet fucking lost their mind. Symbiote. They, that they implies had, two. Bye. Like they, they had to go in and like re-record everyone saying the word symbiote. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, I think that's an interesting concept, though. Thank you. Yes, where it's something so, twisted. Yes. Do you want to quickly fire off your whole list? Uh, all right, here we go. Tingle, Postman, Dampy, Great Fairy, Link the Goron. Um, you said these two. Kotake Kuami, Anju Kafe, uh, Impa, Tattle. I feel like I'm saying nonsense words, by the way. <laughs> like I, I'm like Adbabble Kabula Babadu. It's like I'm saying it's Star like, Wars characters. It's like you're speaking in Simis. Kind of. Like, dude, I'm talking about <laughs> Nana. Mikal, Pamela, and her father. Uh, and Salvador. That's my full list. There you go. All right, so I've got Mifa, Sidon. These are not in the same order. I read no, them. I didn't read it in that Good. order. No, yeah. Mifa, Sidon, Minna, Urbosa, Skull Kid. I couldn't talk about Sheik. Agatha, <laughs> Giram, Happy Mask Salesman, oh, and the Happy Mask Salesman kids, Moon Children. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's right. You did talk about the I Moon Children. I did talk about the Moon Children. Ipona, King of the Red Lions, Fee or Fi? I think it's Fi. It's Fi. Fi, Saria, and Pura. Uh, and yeah, so that's, that's 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 it. All right, that's a, I feel like we did a really good net casting. Sure. On just about almost everyone. The thing. Yeah. Though, because I threw my net on the whole series, and you threw your net on Majora's Mask. That, that's not even true. You threw your net on Twilight Princess, Ooh. Skyward Sword, and Breath of the Wild. I actually do have one more character. Oh Jesus! Woo. The old man. I was thinking of saying that. <laughs> But I didn't have much to go with. I know, but it's still like iconic to the series oh. because. Oh, play Wind Waker. I can't say it. Play Wind Waker. All right. Play, I play, will. Play, play. I'm going to. On that note. But it's iconic to the series because it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Yeah, and I will. And then he no doubt didn't take this. Oh my God. Uh, okay. In any case. Anyway, freaks. Um, fucking any. But yeah, no, I think we, we casted a good net. I did Ocarina Majora. And, uh -huh. and Wind Waker, first off. I said some Wind Waker ones. A lot of Majora. Sure, but I said Wind Waker, okay. too. And some of these characters show up in Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, But the one thing that I kind of, um, uh, not regret, but hopefully when we do a redux of this episode, I can get Vinny in. Because oh. he will represent the classic era. Yeah. Where we can, he can talk about those NPCs. So here's my thing, though, is that, like, I, I had, so my list started with some classic era characters. Uh-huh. But then they got overwritten by with characters versions. who did that archetype better, 
But that's only because more recent entries allow for more characterization. But even in that regard, it's strictly based on opinion because even yeah, I say some sure. of the future ones aren't as good as the I middle know, ones. I know. So, like, it's kind of weird. You don't like Breath of the Wild. I. First off, I like the gameplay. Second off, it's Fine. just the story that can is very boring to me. Okay. Regardless anyway. of which, uh, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of All Stars Zelda Supporting Cast. If you like what you heard here, be sure to check us out on Facebook at F A N F R E K S, and you can yell at us at Twitter. I am at Bowden King TV, and I am Doctor Dr. Rude. MD on Twitter. Yes, we definitely want to. Okay, by the way, we definitely want to hear your lists. Like we've been heard, like, oh, yes. we don't know if you want if you wanted answers or not on the list. But it's like, yes, of no, course no, we yeah, want yeah. you to definitely tell us. Like, so yes, tell us we're wrong. Tell us we're stupid. W- which don't send me lolly images. Well, yeah, no, that definitely. I was gonna say, you know, well, because you fucking put the call to action. I wasn't the one who brought up dragon spirits. She's not a dragon. Whatever, man. Mifa is not a dragon spirit. I, I'm just saying. So, do you have any shout-outs? Yes, I have shout-outs. Okay, um, do you want to go first or me? Uh, sure, because I'm going to keep stealing Tara from you. Oh. I want to shout-out Oh, I got, a, I got a message, by the way, from Beefy. Oh. Who was just like, okay, no, seriously, where is the pictures? I have needs. Jesus Christ. Like, it's there, so All right. we got to have the OnlyFans. Oh, no, Beefy, Only said, freaks. Beefy said he would buy a calendar. Like, we were joking about wow. it. And he was like, so where's the calendar? Jesus. <laughs> so, Beefy, this is okay. for you. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, anyway, so I'm stealing Tara and Beefy from you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because, you bastard. You know, yeah, I'll take it. Uh-huh. Uh, beyond that, oh, yeah, uh, I want to thank my D&D peeps, Jason and Chris, for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank my Hunt boys. I've got Jeff, Justin. I've got Scott listening in. I know Dante listens in on an occasion, and I want to thank my sister, Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, and, you know, anyone woo! else who's... What? I said woo. Oh, yeah. I was indeed. wooing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's people I'm forgetting, but as always, thank you guys so much. Like, this means a lot to me. Who do you got, George? Absolutely. Uh, so, we've got the previous winner of the Hunt Sweepstakes, Von Condersmite. Yes. Uh, Beefy Sumo. I don't care. I'm saying it anyway. Okay. Double the credit. Fine. Uh, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleading, Azumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, and Boogle, as well as the folks from Robot Stone Age, CJ, Cody, and yes. Kehlani. Uh, we hope to be doing some stuff with them soon, actually. Yes. So, look in the pipe work for that. That's right. And of course, Freaks, we want to thank all of you guys for listening. And also, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to reach out to us on the Facebook group. Otherwise, later, Freaks. See you later. Now, I got to get enough money for bus fare real quick, so I'm going to go ahead and cut some grass. You don't mind, right? <laughs> if, and I'm Could just you gonna... imagine, man, how great that would be? <laughs> I know, right? And I just keep cutting it. Hey! Oh, my God, there's a heart in here. <laughs>